West West Show. Happy Frizzly. Yes. Thanks for having her who grabbed me <laughs> to be on tonight. Look, all I want to say is is that, like, I don't know how many times I hooked up. I, I like, reached out to Sunny because part of me thinks that she's just jealous of my singing voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she never invited me on to her show, but it's all good. I'm not hating. Well, well I'm glad you're on this show because then you can um, show us your talents. Yeah. There you go. Show us there, you go. there you go. Cynthia, you're it? Yeah. It's not even that. It's just uh, haters well, going to hate. So how, how's your week been, guys? Because my week's been awful. It's been busy as I haven't got no breaks at all this week. Just this week? Yeah, just this week. Oh, it's going to be like, the whole month of August because we're like so busy. Be, what, building-wise? Like in the, with building? Yeah. 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 Elaborate, like. I mean, we've got this one project that's like. Taking because I have to do overtime. I go, I have to do overtime all, all month. Bring it home, like, or stay on. At oh, I rather stay at work because no one's around. Yeah. No distractions and that. No, yeah, busy. I think it's an understatement. I, I think everyone's busy now. Wait, like everyone's. I, I don't even know if it's, you can blame COVID no more because every, everything. Everyone wants stuff now. Everyone wants you to do ten extra things every single day but and I'm tired that's why it's so good to sit back with a wine and be with you guys and have a laugh because you know what because you know when we had the lockdowns and that that was the first time like us as a society just stopped they stopped yeah and it wasn't just us it was like the whole world so you felt like oh, yeah. we're all banding together doing our part yeah you know locking down and the first one was was fun interesting because you've never ever done that before yeah. And the second one came around, you're getting a bit, oh, wow. And then now, just the thought of having another lockdown and you just realise how busy you are and if everything goes on hold, that work ain't going to go nowhere. I mean, you, I mean, you could probably do things at home, you know, different jobs, or you couldn't, hey, with stores and stuff like that. So everything... I still work from home during lockdown. Um, like, it's a bit weird for me. Like, right now, we're going through a labour shortage, right? Yeah. Um, every business within New Zealand, they're, they're, they're struggling. They're, they're struggling to find people to come work in their businesses. So you start looking out and you start thinking, like, yo, do we need to open up these borders? Do we need to let internationals in? Is this what the problem is? Um, and there's, there's actually layers to that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, so we've got this, like, second-tier management Right, that you would normally fill were probably like internationals. Mm. Um, borders are closed, so you know people actually get that opportunity to like step up into yeah. that position that yeah. they that they normally wouldn't. Like you're looking at people that are within your business mm. that you normally wouldn't look at, yeah. but you're like, yo, I need this position filled. Yeah, and then so is that what they're doing? Are they doing that? Well, I, I, I 100% believe that businesses are doing that. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, 
But and you, you then you got to think: Are they the right people? Do they have? It's this, you know, like you know, the biggest thing for us is like India is massive, right? Yeah. From from a labour perspective, yeah. India is massive. Now these people, they come to New Zealand and they do education and they do this and they get all these business degrees and stuff like that. And then you've got Polynesian people that they're, they're doing the hard yards, bro. Like they're like, uh, I'm gonna start from day dot and I'm gonna go like clean out this and I'm gonna do this and then you give these people the opportunity because that's it there. Because these these borders are fully closed. Yeah. So you, on a, on a plus side, uh, people within New Zealand who have New Zealand citizenship, have New Zealand residency, they get these different types of opportunities. Yeah. But there's still a shortage. Well, big time. And it's not just here. I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, you just go on, you know, read the paper and stuff like that. There's shortages everywhere. Mm. Everywhere you go, you hear about, oh, okay, you hear it within New Zealand about how many um, people just fruit picking, you know, how meat works and all that. So they had to reach out to the islands. I mean, there was heaps of raros. We've got a, quite a few family members that have come over that do hospitality work. And now they've got to come over and do meat work for the money. Mm. Um, and then now there's a shortage of people... Our workers in Maro, so that it, so now they've got to bring over people from Fiji, and just you know, just the ripple effect of everywhere there's a shortage, and you're just grabbing people left, right, and centre where you can, but trying to fill those positions. Um, I don't even know if, if it's because the borders are closed or, or what. I mean, you could fill them with overseas people, but how many people in New Zealand don't have jobs that can work? Have either decided oh they're not qualified enough, so like you said, don't have the the, the confidence to, to fill that position or just don't want to. Yeah, I heard a stat on the on the news today. There was it's like forty four hundred thousand people on the, on the on the benefit at the moment. And a lot of them, I think, some of them are. Um, I, I would say a small percentage of them are on that benefit because they want to make a stand of some sort. Like, no, you let me go from my job that I've been working at because I wasn't going to get vaccinated. So I'm not going to work anywhere else unless I get that same job back with the same pay, with the same this, I'm going to stay on the benefit. And then you have others that, um, I don't know, for whatever reason, just... I, I, I'm i in like two pieces... I'm in two, two minds here. Um, you know, like the... the, the the last three years, like nobody can deny it, it's been pretty tough. Mm-hmm. And anybody that's involved in business, it's definitely been tough. Um, but we've now been presented with two opportunities where you have a group of people that are like, hey, we get these, and I'm talking about lockdowns. Um, I get 600 bucks. Can I live on that? Mm-hmm. What are actually my needs and wants? You know what I mean? It's like... Uh, so we're stuck at home for all this time. Oh, wait, wait a minute! Like I stayed home for seven weeks on six hundred bucks. Like, is is that me? Like, you know, it, 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 it paid my rent. It paid this. It paid this. It paid that. Do I actually need more to survive? And now that all these, like we were saying, all these positions opened up, would you ever change your job to to go somewhere else, knowing that there is all these? places that you could go into that you may have wanted to go into before or you feel yeah i think this time of my life i think it'd be good to change have a career change yeah but it's just that timing yeah i mean just that time because i think right now it's all about how can i get some time back right you know to be with to be with my family to you know have 
don't have to have to work a nine to five. Can have a f- a, f- a four day week instead. You know, you, have perspectives have, a, a free, have a changed, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I think if if COVID has taught us anything, it's you, your perspective changes. Well, it's a whole working from home thing, eh? That yeah, sort of forced everyone into, and now yeah, businesses are realizing that oh, we can actually save money. Exactly, we have people working from, from home. Yeah, you know? no, we've got a like my sister in law. She does um, few days at home, because you know, she can as long as she's got her her computer and a telephone line. She's all good. Whereas she said before COVID, there would be no way. You know, if people were working from home, it was like, oh, you know, this... Well, like taboo. Yeah, mm. you can't work from home, what do you mean? Yeah. And now it's become the norm, <clears throat> so, um, but yeah, it's just it's just weird. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever... Like, yeah, I see all these jobs opening up, and I'm thinking, man, I've always wanted to do that or do this. And I thought, nah, I'm too comfortable where I am. I don't know if it's comfort or just scared in case you, we do go into another lockdown and those positions end yeah. and because you know they always say last on first off so I'm like now nah, yeah well, you know when you talk about before it was a taboo thing to work from home now you know we're forced to do it it sort of like comes back to the thing where a supervisor or boss doesn't trust their workers to work from home sort of thing right yeah yeah I mean the old school way you know? yeah are you re- actually really working. working but now when you throw mental health into it it's a big thing too because when you talk about working nine to five now you get your flexibility to work from home mm. and and that doesn't mean you have to limit yourself to that nine to five you can work you can do your eight you can do your 40 hours a week any, yeah. day, any day of the week exactly you know? and you can have extra time to do some stuff for your family yeah um, maybe look after your health maybe you want to go gym more times a week it's all to do with like your mental health and your, your state of mind and i think that's sort of like the new way that people are trying to look at it as well I, I kind of get that, and mm. I, I work from a for a business that has, in the position that I am, they've they've always kind of preached that it's like, yo, well, like work what you need to do, travel when you need to travel, um, but when you're brought up through that working environment, like that switch is not as easy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're brought up in a, an environment where you have to work those kind of hours, even though that you've got like a business that tells you hey, like, just chill out, just do what you need to do, answer the emails that you need to answer, mm. do whatever it is that you want to do. Like, I have a job that, like, in the position that I am, it's I am, it's, it's it's demanding, but it's very flexible. Mm. And that's weird, eh? Because, yeah, like... It's demanding, the, the, but flexible. Those you don't... But, uh, yeah, no, you're yeah. right. Yeah. It, it's but, very... Because is it demanding, but you can actually do your work anytime you want? You know the, what? Get the, the job done. The reality mm. for me is that, like, I probably could work from home. Yeah. I could sit at home mm. and I could open my laptop and I could look at numbers and I could send out emails. But I think that it's like the the essence of a person. Uh, unless you're talking to someone face to face, like, are you gonna? Uh, the biggest shift that I've seen from my company is Zoom, mm. and like, and that includes like employing people. Yeah. You don't get the same feel when you're sitting in front of that person. Yeah, you can yeah, zoom, yeah, you can zoom all you want, <clears throat> and I've done zoom interviews with people, and like you know what, they've been fantastic. And then I actually sit down with them, and I was like, man, if I sat down with this person, because like, they're in their comfort zone, they're in their God's, home, right. you know, yeah, in God's green earth, like <laughs> a, that was a hell no. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you, you, you. De- the, the the problems develop later on. Um, mm. It's bizarre. Mm. Like, you know, Zoom is quite normal now. 
Yeah, yeah, there's, there's no. It, it's like the, the normal. Like, like at our work, we, we Zoom all the time. Mm. Um, I feel like it's, it's trying to find that balance. And I feel like because it's so new, a new mm. thing, we haven't figured it out yet, kind of. Brings me to that. I just heard on the radio this morning, I don't know if it's on Apple Airplay or something, a new program, I think it's called Severed or Severance, mm. where... Oh, Severance, yeah, yeah. yeah where you that. can, yeah. Um, A, you, you can choose what mind you want, either a home life type of way of, of having, so you don't know anything about your work life or your work life type of mind. And I'm thinking, is that, that's out of it, because it's the way that we're actually are heading towards either our, like, now everyone's catching up. You know, catching up, you're always like 10 steps behind trying to catch up, catch up, catch up. And that's why we're all so tired yeah. and over, you feel overworked. And then, But you look at the grand theme of things, like you were saying, it's quite flexible and you can choose your own hours. Is it because we, are, we were brought up in a, in a society where you have to turn up and do your nine to five? Um, you know, family life, yeah, you want family life. At the end of the day, everyone mm. wants that. You want that balance, but... It, I don't know, is it because we were always brought up to be hard workers and to put those hours in? And I mean, you're doing overtime, like you said, to catch up on yeah. work, but at the end of the day. It's still there. It's still, it's still there. Out, yeah. Yeah, well, That's the thing is that I'll just give you some perspective from here. Like, so, like, you know, both Cutter and I, like, at, at some stage in Cutter's life, but majority of my life, we grew up in Maratonga. And our family had a family business. And when you say things like family business, guess what? The only people that are actually working in that business are family. Yeah. Um, we had but it started a, actually started way before that. They had a market yeah. business. So, you know, we were working you know, at seven, eight years old. You know, you were. And, and that's it. Like, you know, we were Otara flea markets with our grandma cooking cakes. That was Sunday. But the mm. thing is, nobody sees the Friday and Saturday we are actually doing that stuff to make that happen. Um, so we've actually come through an upbringing where it's like you work, you sell, yeah. you get the money. Um, Times have changed, and the biggest thing is, is that like I attended the seminar, the seminar that was done by ASB Bank about like, um, and it was about generations and the different generations that happen. And guess what? Our generation, few and far between. The generation that's coming now, um, they want flexible working hours. Yeah. They want a different kind of life. And like we sit here and we laugh, but guess what? There's less of us in this mm. business. There's less of us now in the workforce. Mm. These guys that are coming through, there's more of them. And the people that actually have to adjust is us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which yeah, is I, quite I, I scary, see that too. right? Like, I, see that I too. think about it all the time. And like, I deal with people all the time. And like, you know, when I get a phone call from a staff member, well, actually, I don't get st from staff, I, I deal with managers. And they say, oh, so and so is rang me and they're having a mental health diet. Like, my first instinct is like, what the f? But you've got to, hey, yeah, mental what health. The what do you mean? I mean, that that's a new thing, right? Yeah. That's the They're new... not having a great day today. They need a mental health day. And you're just like, And if you don't, yo. give, if you don't give it, you can like, be in a whole lot of trouble. I mean, that, that's the Social whole thing. Social media can, you know. But that's the whole thing with mental health. Like, it's it's been popularized because of suicides and that. You know, it's it's the thing to make it normal. Make the conversation. I mean, I love that Make people, the conversation yeah. normal when you talk about. Yeah. That's why that. you're hearing it everywhere. Yeah. You know? I love yeah. that. But people, you know, you don't want people playing on it. Like, oh, you know what? I just can't be. Just say you can't be bothered. You know, <laughs> ring up. Hey, I, I, I'm feeling like crap. Like, I really can't be bothered coming in today. Don't use all this. Oh, I've got mental health day and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Because then the next person who wants to say that, you got you start looking at them like, hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a thing of taking it too far. Right. Look, here's the new thing for me is that like I have workers that uh, 
they've exhausted all their sick leave. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's gone. <laughs> and new workers. And you know what? We're gone to 10 days now. That, that five days, that's gone. <laughs> we're, like, the government came out, Labour came out, and we were like, yo, we're giving everyone 10 days. Yeah. Here's my new one. My uncle passed away. And you're like, oh. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? And hey, it's like, mental health. Hey, yeah. And my <laughs> boss is like, ask for a death cert. Uh, you ask you for ask a for, yeah. Why don't you ask for the death cert? I'm not fucking... <laughs> you know, as islanders, the way that we, we respect death is like... And because you know why? Everybody's our uncle. You know, it doesn't matter if it's the cousin of the cousin of the cousin. Everyone's kind of like our uncle. And it's like, my uncle died. And like the last thing I'm going to do, like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Is that like your mother's brother or your <laughs> father's brother? No, I'm like, man, I'm so sad. And I'm they like, don't even I'm live so in sorry. New Zealand. And I'm like this. And every single time, every single time my boss is like, get a desert. And I like respond with the same thing. I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> Yeah, because the boss is Pacquiao. Yeah, so yeah, you know yeah. they, they're like, no, you, know, you know, want an official yeah. and he's old timer. So, you but know. on the same thing, like I've been raised by this woman in my oh, life, yeah. which is our grandma, mm. who is probably one of the most hardest workers that we've ever met. Yeah. She worked a full time job, still did the markets in the weekend. And like our grandmother installed of us, if you don't work, you don't eat. Mm-hmm. And if you don't control people, you won't eat. And, and in part of it, like, you know, you're like. We've been installed by this person, like, you've got to work. You have to work. You have to get up every day and you've got to work. Yeah. And then you have these people that, like, so my uncle died. And you're like, I'm sorry for your loss. You turn up to to work, right? And I feel like, sometimes I feel like absolute crap. And they look at me, oh, you look like crap. You should go home. And part of me is saying, yeah, I, I really need to go home. But then that guilt. Oh, you know, yeah, but, but if I oh, go the home, there's the guilt. <laughs> yeah, you know, but the, the the work's not going to crumble and and fall apart because you've gone home. So I'm trying to learn that balance of looking after yourself because if you don't look after yourself, no one else will. Blah blah blah. I see a lot of that kind of stuff, right? Like if you were going home and you're thinking about your job, and if you were going, if you call in sick and you want to call sick and you feel guilty about it, mm-hmm. like I see a lot of that. You need to find a new job. Yeah. And then it's like Do you like, think people play on that? Like yeah, I can call in sick, I can take the day off because who else are you gonna call? I think there's a thing of maybe a little bit of unhappiness being at the job if you feel guilty about doing that. It's because like I'm gonna tell you here's the thing, like and she yeah. talks to me all the time and she gives me lectures all the time. And <laughs> and like I'm gonna be straight up with you. You pay me six figures. You pay me six figures a year and we will have a different conversation. I was a teenage mother. I had my first child at fucking, I was pregnant at 17, had a kid at 18. And here I am, I'm earning more money than people that went to university. And if you're going to tell me they shouldn't do that to you and you should da-da-da-da, you pay me six figures plus a year. And then we will, we're will we going to have a different conversation. You show me a job that's going to pay someone yeah. like me. <laughs> Like, you know, and that's a, you know, when you're a teenage mother and you do this type of stuff and you go through life and you do this type of stuff, um, you're led to believe you're nothing. And then all of a sudden you pull yourself out of that place and you become something. And then everyone's like, what they do to you is not great. And I can't believe you do all of this. And it's like, I know, and it's hard work, and like I'm fucking tired, and like a fucking I'm fucking stressed. <laughs> but you know what? Um, 
you tell me a job that's going to be paying me a bonus of for like on average i get a bonus of like 3k a month what job in new zealand's doing that nobody and it's not, not it's fucking cash bro and it's like i have a base salary i get on average 3k a month on in a bonus like you Hold on a minute. So, like a, a store in Hamilton's being ram raided. Like, let me just go. You have a shower, get changed. I'm fucking driving down there. Mm. Different. I earn more money than most people that went to uni. Yeah, it's interesting that, and and the strange too, because you know, as a kid being brought up, around us, like our parents always thought that you know, you're gonna go to university, be a doctor or a lawyer. Those are two jobs you had to. There's only two jobs that our parents saw that were like. And then they send us to Waitak, and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. We ain't going to be no doctor or lawyer. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. But but you grow you grow up thinking that, you yeah. Know? And and then anything else is just. I don't think rate, there was any know? expectation of us, like grandchildren, to be anything but mm. a successful lawyer, nothing but running the family business. And that was it. Just work. That you mm. know, or I don't know. Our uncle is the only one who became a lawyer. Um, that I, I guess because. You know, we've got like second generation, third generation now that are actually going to uni and they're, 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 they're doing what they do. And like, you know, we, we couldn't be any more prouder than our, totally. like, yeah. you know, anyone that does better than you, like, you know what, good on but you. We, yeah, cause we don't have the expectation of them. They've chosen that path. And it's not because we didn't, well, we didn't want it or we didn't voice it. Um, but we were just like, if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. Um, but you work hard, eh? Oh yeah. Yeah, you, you work, work hard. Yeah. yeah, here's here's how That's I think. Here's I how think. I think about how to get the the big money in any job. Right, the job has to you have to be really good at the job, and you can't be really good at the job unless you put the time into it. So, ten years doing the same job, you're bound to be expert doing oh, yeah. the job. If yeah, that job is in a is in a high market where it makes a lot of money, well, you're gonna get you're gonna get paid a lot of money. You know. Yeah. Instead of thinking, oh, lawyer and doctor, these are the jobs that we have to to get the money it's not the case anymore no you know especially now if anything mm. you go by with covid who'd want to be a doctor these days you know yeah exactly nurse I, teacher I, I just think this um if you're in an opportunity to work in a business where it's not your business but mm. if you can actually work with people that are they're they're funding the business your life's going to kind of change like um like I said, my life, pregnant at 16, had a baby at 18. But I'll tell you what, I actually worked for one of the glomerates, which is like Sky City, youngest pit manager in gaming. How do you do that? You don't do that because of who you... You do that because you work hard. Mm. You show them that you're smart. And you can't teach someone to work hard. Yeah, and no, that's no, it. No. So, you know, um, one of the youngest... Um, poker managers in the world traveled all over asia and stuff like that doing poker working for a company like poker stars i worked for poker stars on my annual leave because like i was a young mum um all of my annual leave for my kids like i missed out so much with my kids because i spent a good time of my annual leave traveling overseas working in poker tournaments why so that my kids could do the stuff that they do yeah you, what? you were playing poker? No, 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 no. Oh, I, you, oh, I, working I worked. Yeah. I worked like doing poker tournaments and yeah. stuff Macau, like that. And, and Macau, um, and like you know, and like Queenstown when they had yeah. all those big yeah, poker so, like, tournaments. I did. I worked at Sky City, 
um, started off as a, as a table games dealer, became a pit manager. Um, then I looked after poker at Sky City. Um, in my annual leave, I, I, I picked up a subcontract working for PokerStars, ran poker tournaments over in Asia. Oh, wow. And that was it. So my annual leave was like, explaining to your kids, I've got to go to yeah. Macau for like two weeks. Mm. Of course, they're not going to understand at that age. They're not going to understand. You, you, you piss off to like Macau for like two weeks. But I was getting paid 5K a week in Australian dollars. Come back to New Zealand. My daughter's like playing for like Auckland Touch, mm. which is like easily 3K gone. You know, and it was like that kind of stuff, just trying to kind of balance it. I just believe, and I think that this is what a lot of people, there's this sentiment that's going around right now that I deserve shit. No, you work for shit, man. If you want it. Everyone gets a certificate. You get one because you turned up, you but got that's one it right because there. you tied your leash. Mm. I remember... You know, and, and Cutter says that, but I remember sitting with Lydia and she didn't make, like, some touch team. So, like, for the whole of my daughter's life, she's always played, like, she's been up with, like, Austin and them, you know. Yeah. She didn't make some team. You didn't play, and, like, my, my message to her, you didn't play hard enough, you weren't good enough, it's all good, da da da, da. And, like, what I did was... Instead of being these kind of parents that they are these days of, we need to go and talk to them. Nah, what I want you to do, go talk to the coach. What do you need to do? And what Lydia actually did was she talked to the coach and the coach let her train with that team, even though she's not part of it. Like, you just need to go talk to them. What do you need to work on? All this kind of stuff. I've never made my kids believe that you're entitled to anything. Like, nobody in this world is entitled to shit. Nobody's going to give you shit. The only people that are actually going to give you shit is your parents. Why? Because they fucking love you, and that's it. <laughs> you know, when we talk about the new generation coming up, and they're like, they're not really resilient as we were growing up. No way. Where, where do you think? Where do you guys think that comes from? I reckon social media. I mean, I don't think it's that at all. I reckon it is only because everything's out no there. Way. So there's, you can't. You're not learning from stuff. You're like, okay, well, I need to be this way, but that person's that way, and I idolize that person. So if right. they're not handling it. Like that, maybe I need to handle it like that because everyone loves them. And you're like, hey, no, because the way they're handling it is shit. I believe that it's this. We grew up in a certain way and we grew up in a certain era and we always believe, you know what, if we provide our kids with a certain amount of stuff and a certain amount of attention and a certain amount of this, they will be different to us. We don't have to work. You know, our generation, like our parents were like, fuck you. But you know, and we you were got, allowed to stay home by yourselves. Yeah. Like our parents, our were, parents were just. It was like, no, you yeah. had to be fourteen. Would, you you know, know what? It didn't even matter if they were working. Was our parents could be at the order? fucking pub, and you're sitting in the car park. <laughs> it didn't matter shit. Or sitting like, in our there. parents were just like, it's a fuck you generation. You we are the fuck you generation. <laughs> like to be, I'm just being straight up yeah. here. We're the fuck you generation. Do what it is. You learn what it is to survive. My life's my life. That's what our parents were like. Uh, go, go, get, get outside. I mean, how many times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went outside. Didn't even matter if it was fucking raining or shit. Get outside. When you come inside, wash your hair, wash your feet at the hose. Like that's, drink out of the hose. Don't yeah. go inside. Get a drink. But remember, back I'm then thirsty. we had no internet. So no, it doesn't matter about internet. I reckon. Yeah. Then kids are getting all of us. We grew up going. I'm not gonna be my mum and dad. <laughs> 
I'm not doing that. I'm going to provide my kids with the best. You know what? You know who the enemy of today's kids' youth is? It's us. Why? Because we didn't want them living their life. That, and then look what the fuck we created. We created these motherfuckers that think that they can go to work and be like, you know, I just don't want to be here today. And you know what? Like, I'm just having a My bad... mum said. Yeah. Who created the... We fucking created these guys. And you're just like, And we don't know Yo. why. Because we don't want that for our kids. We don't know why we do that to them or... It, Internet must be a big part of it. Has to Social be. media. Social Has media. Has to be because Look, you want them to listen to you. You, you yeah. want your kids to listen to you and only you, but then they've got 40 other people on social media, their friends or friends and friends and friends, who are telling them otherwise. So it's, it's not just you again, you know, you and your child coming head to head. It's mm. you, your child, and 40 other people behind them saying, you know what, your mum's a idiot. And then you, the fear of being recorded. And, and you know, oh, you know, you did this and you're going to get blasted everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Whereas we didn't care. If we did something wrong, you know, it, it got talked about yeah. for maybe a week, couple of days, and that was it. But no one remembered it because there was no evidence. No. I just think this. I, I think that we didn't want our children living the lives that we did because it was fucking hard. And, like, you know what? Some of our parents, they were fucking mean, bro. There wasn't a zero was filter. Maybe there was, was zero no, there was zero filter with our parents that always going to tell us what it is. Then you know what? Hiding so we thing. we brought our kids up going, we're not going to do that. We're going to provide them with whatever it is, the stuff that we didn't have. Um, did you have a did you have a TV in your room? But but you're talking about material things now. Yeah. No, no, no. But like you know growing what? up, I'm just saying, growing up, mm. we didn't have TVs in our room, but our kids have TVs in their room. And then you yeah, talk to me was... about the internet. The internet is the added as parents, we've laid yeah. the foundation of we don't want them to live it's the way that we did. Then you add the internet. And I'm just going to say things like our children start believing that it's shit like this. That shit's real. And it's like, yo, that shit's not <laughs> and, real. And that's because I'm going to be an influencer. Like, I'm going to tell you now. <laughs> it's about the likes now. The likes. No, no, no. And that's it. Like, you that. get influencers. And then, oh, this person does this and they can. No, like just no. You know, I, I am like I just don't believe in influences at all. Mm. Like I'm just one of those people. Like you know what? Get a real fucking job. Work like the rest of us. Don't don't go to um, businesses and start demanding that. Like I can do this and I get this many views. Like just fuck off. Like to be quite honest, like fuck off. I agree with you. I agree with you. What I'm trying to understand because I think about it too. You know, with the kids these days. Is it something that it could be stopped or controlled or it just couldn't? I mean, we were just asking for it. We we, we had no... Because you know what we're talking about, the new generation coming up, we, we just can't stop that. Shit. I'm going to tell we you now that there's it. actually... Adapt and learn. Adapt and learn, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now that like, if you look back and you pull up your phone and you open it up and you look at something and it was about the youth of today and they wouldn't be able to survive in today's day and da-da-da-da. And if you actually look at the origination of that, quote it's actually from Socrates that's from fucking Greek times the the stuff that we are facing is not new it's it's generational it just goes on and on and on it's not new but I feel like it's just come about in a short period of time like it's been like you know it's like um it's got it's, it's coming fast Oh yeah, that we can handle. And yeah. the world's getting faster yeah, and yeah, faster yeah, yeah, and yeah. faster because Te- technology is changing all the time. You're, you're connected. Yeah, you're connected. 
in, in so many facets of everything. No, you, you don't know, like, I don't know, this podcast tonight, you don't know who's watching. You don't know who's going to be taking, like, oh, blah, 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 said this, and there's going to be a ripple effect. Now, who else is going to do that? And what else? And then the message gets, like, we could be saying, be a hard worker, and then, and then they'll take it like, oh, she's saying that we're lazy. And then next minute, oh, not just lazy and useless. Not just lazy and useless. Oh, well, we can have a mental health day because we're dumb. And next minute, the whole message of what we're saying is like, just work hard has been misconstrued and next mm. minute we're calling the youth of, of tomorrow dumb, useless, lazy people. And yeah. we're like, no, nah, that's not what we were trying to say. Yeah. But because it's out there and there's no taking it back. I just yeah, think right. that it's like um, human nature, to be quite honest. Like, um, if you go back, like, you throw it back, You are you telling me that people back in the days that were watching things like Woodstock and shit like that, are you, are you saying they weren't thinking any different to how we're sitting here thinking today? No. Life progresses. You know what? And each progression, it, it looks different every single time. But what we're facing now is no different to what people are facing back then. Um, technology is always going to be around 100%. Um, humans are always going to evolve. 100%. And and all I'm saying is every battle that we are facing, it's no different to the previous battle. Um, we just don't know how to deal with the current battle, right? Well, no, 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 no. We're like, still learning yeah. along the way. Yeah. Like We're just every, going off the flow, really. Every generation is fighting its own kind of battle. Like, every generation is always going to be different from every single generation. And maybe we're finding new ways and, to fight it instead and, of just doing the old... And that's what, it. Like, like you know, you can't tell me that, like, people in, back in the 40s don't look back at, like, all their kids and being like, yo, what are you doing? And they're shaking their fingers just like we're shaking. It's generational. Why? Yeah, because uh, hu humans progress. Do I think that kids these days know a lot more than what we do? Um, in essence, a little bit. But that's human but, nature, like you said. Human nature is that the new always overcomes the old. Yeah, but, like... Um, just because, like, kids these days, they've got access to internet and they can, like, look at porn and shit. It doesn't mean... Oh. I was going to think of, like... I'm just being legit, Like, right? TV programs. No, just because they like have... cartoons. Kids have a lot more access to information than we did at oh, our yeah. age. Mm. But it doesn't mean that they understand that shit. It doesn't mean they understand... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. That's the thing. Common sense, And you, you know, know what? It's lacking. no difference from somebody who went and they were fighting in World War One, and they were, like, you know, they went in there and they did that and they fucking survived that shit and they came out and they looked like they were 70 when they came out and they're like you haven't faced what I've faced mm. and yet you still had this fucking cunt that was 13 years old that was like you don't know I know more than you it's the same shit yeah imagine 16 years old a world war once as a 16 year old going out there to fight for your country which a lot of these guys were eh? yeah, young, they just young. and these 16 years old right. now are fighting for rights to be called I don't know, whatever, or rights to wear shorts or rights to, you're like, Bye. is it, is it because, I mean, to them, that's a big thing. To us, no, to the ones before us, you got to be kidding. Look, the and biggest thing is gotta understand that, like, that everyone's battling different things. 100. And all of these young people is like, I want you to identify me as me because I am this. And, <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're this or if they're A, if they're B. And they're like, you know, there's so many letters in the alphabet and stuff like that. <laughs> but as parents, we're like, yo, 
clean your fucking room, mate. Like, because <laughs> you all know we what? Want. That's all, That's we, all want. we want as parents. Like, clean your room clean your because ring. it stinks of ass. And you know what? <laughs> it doesn't matter. You don't own this house. I do. Like, just clean your shit, mate. And it's like, it's not fair. It's not fair. You don't understand me. Nah. It's not like we don't understand you. It's like we know filth. This. Do yeah, that. And that's like, everyone will be happy. And that will probably end or, you know, end it all of trying to understand you mm. because we're all happy. You're happy because we're not on your case and we're happy because your room doesn't smell like ass. And that's just it at the end of the day. That could be it in a nutshell. That's it. I think in the last five minutes, we've, we've talked about, or we've touched on a little bit of political correctness going on. Identity politics is a big one nowadays. The way society's going, you know, you have to be aligned to a tribe. And and people have to know where you stand on each of these issues that are happening now. But why? Because internet tells you to. Yeah, and the biggest thing for me is like, <laughs> I'm, you know what, I'm Tony Quedley from 26 Fairmont Ave that lives mm. in Titarangi. Why, did the, why do you give a fuck what I think? But that's the thing, the individual, why? The individual is gone now in this society. You have to be part of a group now. Group, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you what, like, I, I don't actually care. I don't care if you're gay or all this type of stuff. But when you start spouting to me about... How I should live my life, to well, me. how I should be presenting to you, I'm just like... But I'm just Tony Quigley from fucking 26 Titarangi, <laughs> mate. Like, I, don't, I don't care. Like, all Maybe, I want to do... Is that a I problem, just want to pay my fucking rates, you don't mate. count... As a person, like you, you think you're you, your voice, or you know, you, I'm just this person. But yeah. maybe you're that person who has the voice to, you know. I mean, you've got a big voice. You you got things to say. You know, I, not really. Listen. I just care about myself, and I just want to pay my bills. Like that's the that's the essence of things. And then you get people and groups like. Oh, like here, I'm gonna like we're gonna come into sports right now, and we're gonna start bringing stuff in, like the manly guys. Yeah, yeah. Like and, and with the rainbow. Um, <laughs> I feel this. You know what, guys? You're paid to do a job. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Doesn't matter what jersey you wear, just fucking wear it. But in the same sense, I'm like, hold on a minute. Like this same, this same group of people, like Izzy can't play anymore, cause he he said shit. I don't care what Izzy said, to be quite honest. I don't give a fuck. Is it because I'm not gay? Well, you can turn around and say, yeah, it's because you're not and you don't understand and you don't understand my pain. And it's like, you know what? You don't fucking understand my pain. I've been through pain too. And how come I have to understand your pain? But as a person that had kids when they're teenagers that didn't have parents that fucking actually looked after them. How come I have to understand your pain, but you don't have to understand my pain? I don't give a fuck what Izzy said. Mm. What Izzy said is what he said. They're just words, mate. The problem with that, that that whole identity politics came into the corporate world. So the corporates, they care about it now. And Wallabies at the time was sponsored by Qantas, and Qantas is pretty, pretty forward when it comes to stuff like this. So when Izzy said that, Went against Qantas's policies, and that's so it. That's so it wasn't what he said. Is because if you look back at it, Qantas was going to get a bad rap because you're sponsoring this guy. Exactly. So if you continue, allow all, continue, yeah, yeah, yeah. then th- that means you agree with him. Hmm. And they were like, okay, well, I need to take away your, this from you, to take away that from you, and you, you're no longer going to play. But if you go to Qantas and say, so what didn't you like 
about it. Did you believe what he said? Uh, um, you know? Like, for me personally, I'm like, what Everything's he believes. What he mm. believes is what he believes. Because you know what? Like, you'd be fucking scared to believe what I believe. If, yeah, if, yeah, you, but, yeah. if you get down to the true essence of humans, like you get down to it, like how many times have you like actually said, fucking white people, <laughs> fucking Maoris, <laughs> fucking Islanders, like the true essence of people, so what? This guy said it out louder. Fuck, I don't give a fuck. His life and his way doesn't influence us. And everyone's like, yeah, but what he says influences kids. kids. Yeah. Fuck you, you buy your kids everything they want when they probably need a fucking hiding. Like I mean the main yeah, that was one of the big arguments when those seven players from Manny Siegel stood down. I think Ian Roberts came down came out and said because he's gay and he said that, you know, what if there was a Wouldn't gay kid? happened at the Warriors, just saying. He said what if you're a bird game fan, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am. Both I am. Yeah, we are, Both we are, we are. Yeah. The we bird are. game fan, like the Warriors would never do that because you know what? We're very we're very inclusive at the Warriors. Uh, Warriors are playing uh, anybody. You know, twenty five years, just saying. The Warriors don't wear any pride in their jerseys anyway, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that, um, I'm just going to take Jazz's one right here and just say that, uh, like, you know, we've got more jerseys and trophies, which is pretty true. But but see, you're right, because they're throwing that argument, right? Ian Roberts threw in the argument, hey, what if a gay kid that idolises these players heard the story and committed suicide? But what, then, that, that, are, you are you responsible are you for serious? that? Like, like, oh, like, and that's the thing for me. It's like, so they've got to be responsible for that. Like, how much more can you be responsible for? Fuck. Exactly. Okay, when, did, when they signed up to, to play for Manly, right, they signed up to play. I, I'm here to play. I'm here to do this. And then they want to bring in all this other stuff, like, wear the jersey, do this, we've got to represent everybody here. Well, I am. They, they didn't come to the game because they're gay. They came to the game because they loved the game of league and they want us to win. So if you went to this gay person who was offended saying, OK, so why were you supporting us all these years before this jersey came out? Oh, because I, I love the team. I'm a manly supporter through and through. So now that I'm not wearing the jersey, are you still going to support us because we're not going to do it? Or, I don't know. I just think this, it's that, like, there's so much going on in the world right now. Mm. If we fucking bow over to everything, then who are we? Who are you as an individual? Like, you can't do this, it's going to offend these people. You can't say this because, like, fuck me, mate. All all that stuff's happened in the last, what, couple, three years? Yeah, why? Because the internet. overnight, right? You know, when you're talking about kids and the internet, like, get the internet fucking... Is it because they want numbers? In the crowd, you know, do they do they want people to buy tickets? So they thought, oh, hang on, let let's make a political view out of this, and we'll, we'll see if people will turn up that way. Or we need to bring this team into the limelight. So let's chuck a a, a um, gay pride jumper at them and say, oh, you got to play. Oh, hang on, we, we but they must have known that these players weren't going to wear that jumper. Mm. They must have they must have had team talks before. It all came out. Well, that was the thing. They said they never had team talks. They just sprung this on them the week before. I doubt that. I doubt that very much. So after, so after the game, they came out. The boys they came out and said we didn't stand down because of the, the the rainbow thing. We stood down because we weren't consulted. Exactly. Okay. It. Okay. Like we didn't know what was going, what was go going on. on, so we decided not to play. So th- would they have <laughs> worn it if they got consulted? Is that what they're saying? Well, who knows? Who knows? Maybe. 
maybe they, if they got consulted weeks before, but they only got, got the team only got told the week before the game. Jeepers. Like, you must have known. No one learned from the Izzy Falau thing? Did they did not? Well, apparently, Hugh, Hugh Jackman knew weeks before. See? Because they went. So that's what I'm saying. It. People knew about yeah. this. So why. Yeah. You know, they probably wanted it to make it a big thing. You know, so who's in the who's in the papers now? It's Manly. You know, uh, uh, being a Manly supporter, I love them, but they're not playing very great. It sounded like a management decision, the club management decision to have that jersey. But this Hasler, he he just um, supported the the boys for making that decision, their own decision, because it's got nothing to do with it's, if that's your beliefs, then sure. Yeah, then then stick to what you believe in. And well, on Ed, I'm. Because we're many supporters, we lost that game because of that. Yeah. Maybe it's because they stood down, maybe not. But you know, as a league fan and mainly Seagulls fan, you know, that didn't go right. But you, you're a Blues fan, though, eh? Oh, I'm no, just going to say oh, this. Right. Like, you know what? <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about all that stuff, and I just not believe Blues this. as in Auckland and, Blues. And, and it might sound controversial, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Based on all that and some of the stuff that we've been talking about, <clears> like, to be, like, quite serious... Some motherfuckers just aren't going to survive a zombie apocalypse. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. That's it right there, right? Like, some people are going to die because it's like... Yeah. Just of their <laughs> beliefs. They might cancel it because they've got a mental health day. So yeah, can't 100. Have it on I'm day. just saying that if some shit went down right now in the world, some people aren't going to survive. And guess what? It's not going to be the people that have hurt feelings over a fucking rainbow jersey. But you got to admit, like, it's in the corporate world now. And what we're talking about, really, at the back, back of all this, is diversity. Because diversity has been a big thing in business it is what and it, corporate now. But, I mean, you look at back at the days when we had the, um, when South Africa came to play mm. at Eden Park, right? And there were all those big protests because they didn't have enough black people, you know, no black people could come and play. Would we be supportive of that protest? I think so. I just think this, if the black people went to South Africa, like the all blacks like flew over and they said, you can't play because you're too black and you can't play because you're too black and you can't play because you're too black, I would have a different reason. But they didn't. You know why? Because the black people that we thought were black in New Zealand, they're not black. <laughs> like, that's the reality. But that was the whole thing. Yeah, but you're talking about African Africans, right? Yeah. You're talking yeah. about. You're talking about. Um, so the South African tour came to Eden Park. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you're talking about race here. Yeah. So. So why is there any difference to? Because they prioritise what probably doesn't deserve to be in front of the line. I don't know if you heard um, Dave Chappelle joke about this whole thing, mm. but he, he was joking about how you what you're seeing now is all these different tribes, all these different groups, all all, all these identity groups. Yeah. They're just pushed in front of the oppressed line. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they've he talked the he joked about um Caitlyn Jenner, right? Like he's a, he was a he's a rich white man mm. turned into a trans white female and pushing in front of the oppressed line yeah. for the rights of transgender. Because he had already had that following behind him, so everyone knew who he was. If he yeah, was yeah, just, but yeah, that's true. Yeah. But man, black people were fighting for rights for, for hundreds of years. And, and they were always, yeah. You know, you know. Gay people could say the same thing. But, that's, like, yeah, you know, I don't mean to, like, just throw it in the works there, but I'm like, do they do themselves any favours? Like, we can sit here and we can talk about it. We can, we like, we actually can. And, like, I'm a firm believer, like, 
here's the thing, like, and we already touched about it a bit earlier. Work hard. You, you, if you work hard, you get it. Why can't that be the? Why isn't that? Well, the, well, well, it is still there. It is still there. You just gotta yeah, but like, do it you know, amongst he, all this other shit over the top. Exactly. Like you said, layers. There's a lot of layers to it. They always if add you, something else. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And and that's it. Like I look at it and I just think, um, it's this for me. Like I, I've come to New Zealand. And, and and I'm like any other Polynesian that's come to New Zealand. I, I was actually born in New Zealand. I I was I was taken away. I, I grew up on the islands. I come back, and I am the epitome of everything that is wrong with anybody that's brown. Teenage mother, zero education. And but do you think it's because see, you're, see, you're that's fear. the resilience? That's the resilience coming through, you know. So, so why is it okay for me? But I do not begrudge is it anybody. Is because you're fear? Like you, you, you don't look Polynesian. No, I don't no. believe that no, at all. I think, like I think you cross the line. Once you cross the line to be yeah, once a, bit, you, a little I bit th- successful. Yeah. In your career, right? A little bit successful. 100. You're going to have the people under you and looking you know up what? to you and, and that's thinking, thing. okay, and we've got to take this person down. We don't do any Polynesians out there that have like fucking made it in their. Any Polynesian that's out there and they've fucking made it, like when we start talking about this shit here, we bring all of our our brothers and sisters down. No, we are there. Why? Because we fucking worked for it. And I'm sick of hearing, oh, it's this, and, and, and white people did this. That's bullshit, bro. Everybody gets the same opportunity in life. And what you fucking do with that, that's on you. But I'm sick of it. I'm sick of hearing... That other people bring other people down. No, the only people that bring people down is yourself. And I'm telling you now, if you look out in the world and you look at any successful Polynesian, they're going to be gutted that we sit here and we talk about this and we talk about that. No, you work hard. You risk it, you get a biscuit. That's it. what you sow, eh? But I think that's the danger of identity politics because now you're not part of the minority Polynesians working hard anymore now you're successful got your own shit now you're part of the you know the up class as humans you know, you're, you're in jealous. another group now you're yeah. in another group now That's you're the elite it doesn't matter yeah, what you're exactly. elite. Yeah. You're, you're one of the elite yeah <laughs> You're out of our world. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. I'm going to tell you this. It doesn't matter what color I am. It doesn't matter if I'm white, pink, black, whatever. Um, One thing that humans are good at is bringing other humans down. And I think the first thing that everybody needs to realize, it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what nationality you are. We're all humans at the end of the day. You look at the animal kingdom, they all do that. Everyone wants to be top lion, top dog, you know. (laughs) And once they show a little bit of weakness, or or, you're Mm. up here, I want to be up there too, or we're going to fight you to the death. But see, that's the traditional way, right? That's competition. That's climbing the ladder. That's hierarchy, right? You, You need someone above you to set your own goal, right? But we do it the right way. You know, you don't yeah, yeah. do this and this, but you have people who just want to go from here straight to there and they'll do oh, exactly. whatever. Exactly. They're, they're tearing that whole system down. Yeah. Of yeah. Humans, it doesn't matter. Creed, race, whatever. We are, if, if humans are good at anything, it's bringing each other, it's that whole, it's tall poppy syndrome. You know what? Like, you know, if you're good at your job and it doesn't matter what it is, somebody somewhere is going to be offended by what you do. They don't take into account what you've done to get there. 
Like nobody mm. does. Nobody gives a shit how many hours that you worked. They don't care. It doesn't matter if, like, I could be African and, oh, they're doing it because they're the minority. Mm. Oh, uh, she's a female. She's doing it because she's probably sucking somebody's cock. Like, and, I'm and, just and, being and realistic And here. that's the thing, because if you're going to put in the hours, right, if you're going to put in extra hours to get to, get to where you want to be and someone below you doesn't see that but thinks that they can get there. They will make up some shit, bro. Because that's the way I think society, society is right 100%. now. 100%. And no Look, one created that. Unfortunately, it's just, if I you just believe, believe that it's yeah, natural. It, that's like, just to be the way, honest. Just the way it is. And it's either, like you said, resilience. Resilience will, will get you through it. Because you, you know your worth. You know what you've done. And if those who don't believe in their worth, they'll make a big fuss and, and blame it on something. It's because I'm this. It's because I, I, you know, I didn't do this or I, I did do this. But at the end of the day, no, if you've got resilience and believe in what you, what, who you are and what you can produce, then shouldn't be a problem. Shouldn't be a problem. So is there more of them now that think like this? That's why that's why that I think sort that of when it's not that employ- there's... Employers there's, are going that way now. I don't think they can't there's get more the of stuff. them. I think it's because we are normalising it. You're, if you normalise shit and you make it sound like that it's okay... Then it's okay. You're I might be going left field, but I just don't care. Whoever can make my job easier, go for it. Mm. Do do the hard yards. If you want to put in the hard yards and 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 go over and beyond, I'm not saying that I'm just doing my, you know, just just here. I'm still working hard, but I'm not going to. If if you want to go over and above and make my job easier and and put all that hard, extra hard yeah. work in. I, I think we're, we're seeing less of those type of people now because, you know, like we were saying, we've been Everyone talking about... Everyone wants envy and wants to be... I, I don't know. Who, Everyone wants to fast track. Yeah, who, but who's talking about you when you're up here? I just think that we just need to normalise it, to be quite honest. Yeah. Like, how did you get there? What was your journey? You know, we, we look at high schools right now and they're like, they, they bring in like Olympians and they bring, nah, nah, bro. The like, normal person. Bring on someone that was sitting on fucking the back of the bus at 135 and normalize that shit. Normalize that. Normalize the motherfucker that can fucking pay their mortgage every month. Norm- start normalizing that stuff. Don't normalize the influencer. Don't start normalizing the fucking rapper. Normalize the people that go through life. Star, yeah, don't know. normalize that. Normalize the person that's like, yo, this is what I did and this yeah, is what I did. They do. worked hard to where they want to go to, but then they stopped and they're no longer working hard because everyone else is working hard for them and giving them the credit. So, yeah. People who are still putting in the nine to five every day, day in, day out, go to schools and talk about that. Like, okay, how can I be a successful business owner? Don't talk to the business owner who has, who's on the, you know, Forbes list or whatever like that. No, Bring no it back way. a bit. Because they're no longer working hard. Okay, they started out somewhere. Everyone's got to start out somewhere. They may tell their story, but then... Ended at their story of how they got there and bring on the people that are working every day for this person to continue to be successful. I do believe that there's a massive problem in our education system, to be quite honest. Our teachers aren't getting paid enough. 
No. no, 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 no. I don't believe that. I believe that our education system is archaic. Um, it does not suit the purposes for what the generation is right now, and that's what I believe. I believe that we have we we, we put our kids into this box, and we say this is what the box looks like. And then the biggest problem is that we set them up to fail because if they fall outside the box. Um, we can't pick them up. Sorry, mate. You didn't. You don't make your credits. You didn't get the English. You didn't get the math. You didn't do this. Mm. Um, teach our kids skills. Yeah, because education is still the same, right? Yeah. You didn't from get the time that science, we were there, from our parents English, were there. Mass, yeah. then you're not going to make it in this you, world. You and know they, what? You're nothing. Yeah. And then we teach our kids from a very young age, you're nothing. Mm. But that same kid, they can jump on the Xbox and they can, like, blow shit up, mm. bro. And it's like, okay, I can see that. Mm. We need to bring this kid into tech. Um, you know this kid that's out there and they're building sandcastles, mate. That's amazing. We need to bring this kid here. But no, what we do is we have the structure that's actually from like the 1930s, mm. and we're going, yo, you need to be in this box. Mm. It hasn't changed. It's like, mm. yo, the world's changed. The world's changed, and we've got to change. But our education system hasn't changed. Technology is changing by the second. If you think about going to school, like five year old to when you see form. Thirteen. Thirteen. Was it thirteen? Yeah, thirteen for simple. Oh, and what, how old are kids? Oh, yeah. Seventeen, eighteen. Can so I ask you something? Five, five did, to eighteen. Did you go to Did you go to school in South? No. So we went to school in the islands, mm. and it is fucking different. Yeah. I learned life schools in how yeah. to do <laughs> umus, how, how to, to fucking weave shit. And like, you know, stuff that was, you get taught life skills that mm. you needed for that, for, yeah. for you know. where you are. It's yeah. like, this is how you make this. And this is how you do that. And get... this is how you do this. And then you come to New Zealand. It's like, no, you need to know mm. this. What do you mean? Not in the top bracket. But, for English. Oh, yeah. Oh. But I'm we can't, we can't teach kids about debt. And what bad debt looks like against good debt. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we don't teach our children how to survive because we've created this box and this is what it looks like. Because anybody in this box, we're going to progress them through life and anybody that falls out outside, um, unfortunately you fall outside. But you know what? Here I am. I believe that firefighters should get paid more than us and drivers should be the highest paid people in society. Um Rubbish collectors, anyone that does oh, that kind of kind of work. Cleaners, rubbish collectors. Yeah, they should hat. be. Oh, yeah. Why are they on? Why are they on minimum wage, nah. bro? Like, no, that's a job that nobody no, wants to do. Dude. If it's a job that nobody wants yep. to do, then guess what? You get paid here. Yep. That's I, I. I tip my hat off to them because it's not that I'm um, vain or anything. It's because I would never do that. I don't know why. Is it because society looks down upon those people? I think well, that's what happened to the um, the um, down at Hastings, the um, the picking strawberries or yeah. you know, the picking stuff. Yeah, one hundred. You don't want to no, do it. No this Kiwis don't want to do it. That's why they you get paid a lot of money, especially during the lock lockdown period. Like, they're struggling to find any find job workers. that nobody really. I could never do that. Automatically, should be paid one point five higher than anybody else that doesn't want to mm. do that job. I think. In that example, they are, but still no one's going to do that job. The problem is is that we have a pyramid site. That's it. That's our society, right? Mm. 
I still don't understand how CEOs make more money than people that make money for their company. I think it's happened. It happens all the time. Like the reason why Anders came to New Zealand in the first place because the Kiwis don't want to do those jobs back in the sixties and seventies, right? Yeah, but now the Islanders don't want to do the fuck you do your own jobs, can't? When in Australia, when no one, none of those Aussies want to do work in work in the mines, so you know there was a big influx of Kiwis going over there to work their jobs back in the early two thousands and that. So every, anywhere where the local people don't want to work, you know, it opens up for overseas people to come and work their jobs. Yeah, but they should be paid more. And and that's it. Like, you know, I think that uh, Kiwi should be like, you know what? Um, if you want to go pick, pick Kiwi fruit, it's $45 an hour. If you don't and you want to go and work at Cotton On, it's $25 an hour. <laughs> See, to me, $25 an hour, is that minimum wage now? Yeah, no, well, like, minimum wage is actually like twenty one bucks an hour. Yeah. See, that's a lot to me. I'll to tell us. you what, like, so at Dollar Dealers, we like offer people like twenty one dollars fifty. Was fifty cents above? Actually, it's twenty one. Minimum wage is twenty one dollars twenty. Yeah. See, when I when my first job, I was well, minimum wage back then, because I was still at school. I was working at the bakery. I, was, I think I was seven fifty an hour. When I worked for Sky City. Yeah, I got paid ten dollars ten. The first, my first, first job at, yeah. at at Sky City was ten dollars ten yeah. per hour, and you know what? Um, back in those days, training in your own time. Hmm. Now you you train, you get paid for it. Um, you know, people fight for workers' rights and stuff like that, but I think that we kind of get to a point where you just become expectant. These days, it's inflation they're talking about. Eh? Inflation's gone up. The war in, the, in Ukraine, the petrol prices has gone up. Everything else has gone up. But, but is it like you know we talk about petrol prices? Like I just like fuck. We bought we we bought that like oil six months ago. Shouldn't we get like six months ago's prices? <laughs> it's sitting in barrels, mate. Like, these big fucking t- like. Don't you think that it's like that's <clears throat> the same oil, bro? I think the elite gets the first. Yeah. No, I look at it and I'm like, I, I look at the wharf and I'm like looking at these big things. And the like, elite. You, you, you bought that six months ago. Like you don't live months. in central. Come on. That's six months ago's prices. Look, at the end of the day, everything's going up. Wages really aren't increasing. Um, like I was saying to Cutter, um, you know, like today we opened our rates. Mm. And and they boosted my like house price, bro. To the point where I've got to pay more fucking fees. And you're like, and then I like open it up and I'm like reading through and I'm like, hey, two thousand five hundred to use libraries, footpaths, and did I don't fucking use any of that shit. Yeah. What? <laughs> Can I write a letter? Can I write a letter saying... So they actually break it down. Yeah. So 2,500 of my rates. Yeah. Libraries, footpaths, some other museum and other shit. I don't go to any of them. Can I have my fucking 2,500? I don't walk, okay? Yeah. I don't need no footpaths. <laughs> yeah. I'm, on, I'm no, in my car. I don't actually because I fucking get in my car, I fucking drive to work and I get out. Mm. So why are you making me pay this? Well, I don't get it. Maybe, maybe start going to the library. But um, yeah. I know what you're saying because where I work, 
it's like in town, but sort of like in the back streets. And man, I, I work, I work at, in, in the back streets in town, but it's like a place where you don't get much foot traffic, right? Because it's at the back sort of thing. But they've redone the whole road yes. on the street. Yeah. yeah. And I'm wondering why? Because no one walks here anyway. It's not even the... Trying to make the town look pretty. Yeah, but why would you... That's... I, I understand there's thousands and thousands of dollars doing new curbs, new asphalt, or doing the roads up. If you look on... No, on, one, no one walks. No one no, walks around there. No. Kiwi, we're not big walkers to or cyclists. You know, we love the outdoors, but we just wanted to get to A to B the fastest way possible. We don't want to have to get on a bike to walk this one and then go on go here and go there. I don't know why they're changing. Well, I'm going to ask you this. But my thoughts were like, okay. You could, why you, why you do can, your street? But why fucking yeah, well, do your why, street? Why prioritise this shitty ass street? No one walks around here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why do your street? Like, there's, uh, I'm sure there's other streets that need Maybe this. Maybe they saw you and think, you know what? Cameron comes <laughs> to this job. <laughs> we're going to make his street look pretty. I'm going to ask you this. Um, and, and this could be quite controversial. Um, global warming. Yeah. Yeah. What are, to you, what is it? I think if we, if we're talking about trying to stop, slow down global warming. Um, what is it that, in the first place before you can slow it down? I think the earth is heating up, right? Which makes the, the, uh, the ice in the North Pole and the South Pole melt and the water's, water will rise, you know? That, that sort of thing. That's what I think global warming is. And that's what they're trying to slow down or stop. Because I think it's a, there's a few islands in the Pacific that are... They're, well, they're going to be fucked. Going right? to be fucked, right? They're going to be un- underwater soon. Yeah. To answer your question. That's, <laughs> I'm going to tell that's you That's what this. I think about. That's hey, what for I me, think. Like, here's a <laughs> the earth goes through cycles. We're going through another cycle. If you think that this is the first cycle that Earth's ever gone through, you're crazy. Yeah, because we had the Ice Age before. Not only one, there's been multiple Ice Ages. It is, the Earth is shifting off its axis and, and like, that's it. Like, we're just going through a cycle. Am I saying that humans have contributed to it or they haven't? I can't answer that. But I'm just telling you that it's like a normal progression. That's what I believe. I believe that the earth is going to do whatever it's going to do. Um, do I think humans at this point in time have just been assholes? 100%. We're dickheads. We just are like consumerism. 100%. We're just like a bunch of dickheads. Yeah. Um, and, and for the people to go for try to stop global warming or try to slow it down too late they it's going to happen they look at consumerism as the fault too late it's going to happen i just believe that it's earth's natural progression yeah. it's going to it's going to do what it is probably, you know earth is cool way eh? earth is just weaning at the weak the strong why not? I just think that Earth is going through its natural progression. It's going to do whatever it is that it's going to do, and like yeah. we're just going to be part of it, or we're not. Like it's probably not us, but it's got probably going to be our our grandchildren, our great grandchildren. But it's it's going to go through the cycle that it's going to go through. Um, too late. Like you can fucking do as many paper straws as you want to do. Um, well, well, you know, like. Okay, what we're talking about, we're talking about the reasons why 
It's a waste of time trying to stop global warming, right? One hundred. That that's one reason. One reason why the Earth's gonna do its normal thing. It's gonna happen anyway, right? The other thing is that why for it to for us to do any have any impact on global warming is for the whole world to do something at the same time. But you can't. They never. It's won't. not. It's not, it won't. It won't never happen because because China won't change. You know these big continents won't change. China won't change. Russia Humans won't change. I just. Selfish people. Do you like look at it and you like, like one hundred percent? I'm not like a religious person. One hundred percent. I can tell you right now, right. So I'm not. Uh, we got a plague, right? And we're going through that right now. Yeah. Um. And then we look on and we look at like, Fujisawa, right, right, whatever it is. In the middle Middle East is like fucking facing these floods. And then, like, you start thinking, oh, wait a minute, this doesn't look like 40 days and 40 nights shit. And then when you look at it, you look at all the places that are facing floods right now. Uh. Like, you can be non-religious as possible. And then you just start looking at it like, wait a minute, like, God's going to fuck us. (laughs) We've got the plague. The floods are coming. Places that shouldn't be flooding are flooding. Um. You know, you we're we're currently looking at places in America that are like fucking facing golf ball size fucking hailstorms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, faint, but that's ages ago. Like that's ages. I'm 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 talking like like in like the ago. last thirty days. <laughs> I'm yeah. talking like the last thirty days, and then you like just kind of laugh it off. So you can be, you're just like, you know what. Do I believe in God? Probably not. I'm not the most religious person, but I do believe that the earth is screaming out and they're fucking doing a cleanse, mate. Like, there's too many of you parasites on this. We've got to get rid of some of you people. But I know one thing I read, right, was, um, you know, you know what a supernova is, right? Yeah, 100. When a star blows up or a sun blows up. Sooner or later, our sun will blow up, right? And then that's us gone. I think they say it will be hundreds of billions of years from now. If the world right. the way it is right now, mate, supernova. <laughs> yeah, yeah, supernova. If we can, if if humans survive until that time, then we're gonna find a way to get off this planet and go to a new planet, right? But then there's another big deal when apparently there's another galaxy that's gonna collide with our galaxy and 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 destroy everything. So that's another problem if we get to. Bizarre, survive. right? Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, you'll have multiple people in this, pe- in this world. I'm just worrying about what's happening in Ronald. 100. <laughs> and, and that it's that there, and it's like, what's helping me to LBGPK? And it's like, oh, fuck. But that's right. Like, you can't stop the natural things, right? No. The things that will happen anyway. So why why are we... Because then, cause the bottom line, we, what we're talking about, all these layers, different layers in society that we have to deal with that we probably don't have to deal with or we can understand that why we have to deal with this shit why can't we just love ourselves love our families and that's it we have everyone will be better for it you know but we can and you know what that's the biggest thing it's like the reality is that everybody's group is this big right and and you're saying the stuff that you're saying and if you love yourselves and you love your family and you love what it is, it's this big, right? 
Yeah, but that's but that's people, a good starting point. That's no, a good no, starting no, no, point. No, but people want it to be this big, and they want other people to understand. Now, fuck that shit. The but, but reality I for us is that like the people that you interact with are only three people away. That's the reality. But I and people want it to be ten people. You know what? No. But I bet you a lot of those people, a lot of those activists, don't have a good, aren't good health wise, aren't good with their own families. And they choose to try to get everyone else good instead of looking back at their own. At you their know own what? Lives. For me, it's this. It's it's that whole. Your group is here, right? Your group of friends is here. Your your group of friends. We're all here, mm. but everybody is trying to go out here. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Just look after you, you and yours, yep. and you and yours carries on, and you and yours carries on. You know, the, yeah. the, the Brian Tamakis of the world, like, fuck those clowns. Like, like I just read it all the time and I hear about, and I was like, why, why is this guy on my feed? Why, why, are people, why are people giving this guy airtime? Like, the people that I know, like, in my, in my friend group, in my fucking circle, nobody interacts with this guy, but this guy is now in my life. If we're talking about leaders here, okay, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna spin it around. Sam Kane for All Blacks captain. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying you can't. He's a cheese player, guys. Just want to put it out there. Um, you, know? you know, I'm sort of disturbed that you brought up Sam Kane when Tony brought up Tamaki. <laughs> I am just like. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you haven't played a full year of rugby, yep. then you shouldn't play. That's it. Like, if you haven't played a season, like, get the fuck out of here, cunt. Like, just go look after your neck, and we're golden. Um, you I know, don't know. Those Chiefs guys, Kane and um, Foster, getting all the I'm shit. I'm going to ask everyone here one question. <laughs> but then, who didn't? If you your know? team isn't playing in the finals, are you watching it? Are you watching it? I am. So, Blues aren't in the finals. Chiefs aren't in the finals. Oh, are wa- you watching I, I Super? Watching it. I ain't watching it. Fuck no! Like why? And we the fucking between Chiefs we and Blues supporters. Hung the boots, bro. You know, and I'm like, I don't give you a fuck. You guys will hate on anybody and everyone. Chiefs, we go the flow. If we're not playing, we're not playing in the final. I am a huge Warriors supporter. I do not follow league once the Warriors aren't playing anymore. Right. But I just don't. It's right. like so you've been there watching any then, finals since. Um, no, everybody's like, did you watch the quarters? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> she why? went to the the what was it? Welcome back game. One hundred. I'm there. Yeah. I'm there, boy. And and they won. Yeah, you're missing out on some good quality games. The NRL finals last ten years have been quality. No, you mean really tell me you're just not gonna watch it? I just don't watch it. Oh, okay. When our boots are hung up on the clothesline because we're drying them out for next season, I'm not watching. And this is the biggest problem that I have. We have these motherfuckers that follow teams. And they're like, "Did you watch the finals?" And I'm like, "Your team wasn't playing." Yeah, but did you watch them? Because Why the fuck are you, watching you see them? it from the beginning to the end. <laughs> you see it from the beginning to the end. We, we may have not chief be in supporters the... here who have never lived in the Waikato their entire lives but they just decided we're going to support this team it's, it's funny that because you know that was like during the 10 plus years blues never won anything you know oh it wasn't because of that <laughs> but i'll tell you what jump, jump the wagon they jump nah, 
I'm never jumped on the bandwagon, uh, bandwagon thing because you know <laughs> I jumped can off be, the blues wagon. I've never been. A, and this is what, what cracks me up about bandwagon people because they're like, oh, you're a bandwagon now. All of a sudden, you want to be a you know a a, um, a warrior supporter. I'm like, bro, warriors only came in the last how many years? I'm gonna tell Where you were this. you at the beginning? Yeah, like exactly. she's already yeah. like she's already confused because she's confusing blues with the fucking warriors. But here's where at. Like, I was the there, same, bro. You know, where the her the dad, course. like back in 1994, was painting their faces. And going to blues games. Auckland well, I was fucking there. No, 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 there were blues in 1994. Who's your support for, for the Warriors then? And the, the Winfield Cup days? Well, you know what? Before the Warriors were there, I actually was a huge Bulldogs fan. And, oh, and right. it's because yeah. of this Jared McCracken. Jared he McCracken, was just yeah. like a fucking My one was legend, man. Penrith oh. back in 91 when they won oh. the. Only because I felt sorry for him because he lost his brother before the final. So I heard that, but then and now she doesn't even support Penrith. I'm a bird nah. gang fan. No, because I, I crossed over because um, a Kiwi went over there, and then I was like, hey, I'll tell you what, the Kiwis went over there, Murphy the, Ridge, the Kiwi, yeah, When the, Ridgie went over to Manly, that was it. Yeah. But but the, here's the thing, like Ridgie went over to Manly before the brother lost to the brother, where you like did all this stuff, yeah. and actually Ridgie went to yeah. Warriors before the person that you're talking about. No. Reggie <laughs> went to the Warriors, and the person that you're talking about when he lost his brother, it's like Reggie was playing in the Warriors. Oh, not back in '91. He, the Warriors weren't even around then. Warriors didn't come around to what, what '95? You think '94? Oh, Warriors. I can't remember. But I remember I did swap over to the Warriors when they were Auckland Warriors. I I changed back to Manly when they became New Zealand Warriors because I didn't believe. Because why? Cause, Cause, why they took away my city from their name? How about DB? Fucked hard. Auckland Blues, shit. man. Auckland Blues, Auckland Warriors. This is my, this is my town, We're man. Going back to the blues. These are my teams. This, this is my town. Your blues is made up of chief players, uh, Wellington players, Crusaders players. It is Count. so funny because like half the chief players come from Auckland. Even though, like, here's the worst thing about it. Like, this is the thing that fucks me off the most, is that this. Police. Counties is chiefs. Oh, my God. It is. It's on the border. You know what? You ask someone like John Lomo who's like, do you live in the Waikato or do you live in Auckland? He's like, fucking, fucking no live in no Waikato. Fucking sheep shaker shit. You know, should look look back at those boundaries because, you know, last time I heard Super City Incorporated. Mate, we play different rubbish rates. There ain't no super city, okay? South Auckland don't even have tags. So don't even get with that super city. Like ridiculous, eh? <laughs> a person that's never is... ever left Auckland is like, I'm a cheese supporter. But they did the good when Didn't Mills happen went overnight, there. but it did happen. We know when Mills went there, they made the final and they won it that one year. One year. One time. Oh, we won it, like, you know, 2011, 2012. Hello. Oh, two, twice. Back oh, to back. yeah, I forgot. Back <laughs> to back. You know what? Like, some people, they'll mm. be, like, listening, will be like, I wasn't even born then. <laughs> Hello. Blues, you know, this whole season. Fuck, they were mean. Mean as. Come to the final. What happened? Yeah, what happened? Tony? You don't put Man. on your Blues players. You don't put on your Auckland players. You put if on I'm gonna, your... If I'm going to be 100% honest, mm. like, what happened in that final? Um, Burton Barrack ate ass. 
to be quite honest. And it's the same thing that's happened with the All Blacks. Like, I'll tell you about this England, the, the Irish game is mm. this. You don't put Crusaders wingers out and then put Bowden Barrack in 10. No way. It's not. For the amount of time, the amount of time, like, it was like two weeks lead up to that game. And you're like, why? You, you've got Moanga, you put Sevu on one wing, you put, you know, Will on the other wing. Why would you put Bowden in 10? No, you put fucking Moanga there, mate, because they've been playing the whole year. Mm. So you reckon it was a chemistry thing then? 100%. But then. No, you don't talk about how these guys should be professionals and they should be da da da. It's like, yo, the All Blacks, before they played Ireland, got like a fucking three week window. But the people that they picked in that team, you're like, yo, that's not gonna, that's not gonna gel. You, when you have that back line, you have to have people that are gonna know and read and like Mwanga should have played ten the whole way through. So then, because I didn't think that the All Blacks had a chance, or whoever they put on there, I think it was all about their um their gameplay. Because if you looked at Ireland, how they beat the All Blacks, man, they were just strong everywhere. Like the defense was, the defense was solid. They had their their rush defense with the All Blacks can't even def, can't even beat that rush defense. They they don't no, even know how to. Yeah, the the, you know? fu- the, the nation, the, we were watching it like France and all that. They are so fast. In the malls, in the rucks and everything. Just fast, get the ball out. Bang, bang, bang. All Blacks are still like, trying to, do we box it's kick? It's not that. We're just we... as fast as all of them. The problem is is that the Northern Hemi- Hemisphere rugby, they they do the forwards rugby. Like, yeah, you, look yeah. at their, you look at their front packs and all of this kind of stuff. Um, they compete at malls and all that kind of stuff. But, w- like, the... The Southern Hemisphere has kind of moved away from that kind of rugby. Which you see it in their physiques. Yeah. You look at you look at the Northern Hemisphere props, Whoa, right? They're like, they're like beast mode, short, right? Stocky, they're muscly. That's what we used to look back in, yeah. in the nineties, right? But you look at the the Blues props, right? They they're leaner, skinny. You talk about Alex Hosman and um and Offer. Those guys are not traditional. Traditional prop looking. We're looking at players, players yeah. that have that like when they come from the south, they're like this. Yeah. They they, they got no neck. You, yeah. but you know what I'm talking about, right? And I just think that we don't adjust. We just think, hey, our our back our, our back line's going to do it. And and here's the thing that you you'll see when you watch. We don't play forward rugby anymore. But the problem is, is that our forwards don't want to pass the ball out to the backs. Um, when Aaron Smith was on there, like you watch him when he was passing, he would skip certain players, and you're like, "What the fuck? You, fuck! What are you doing, cunt? <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah. You're like, "Yo, what are you doing? Pass it to the back line." But in that Irish game, we were trying to play forward rugby. But we don't really have forwards, bro. Mm-hmm. Our forwards are conditioned different. Our forwards could play out on the wing and run. Mm-hmm. Sorry. They, they 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 actually could. They could, like, pass that ball out and they can, like, run any ring because we're faster. But they try to play forward rugby against a team that's, like, built like fucking brick shithouses. Mm. 
But we still play that that um, we still play that pod game, <clears throat> and th- and that's a funny thing because when you see a pod sitting up to make the yeah. next run, yeah, man, you can't tell me the team <laughs> other team knows what they're doing. How come we can read it? <laughs> hey, we're like, oh, they're gonna do this and this and this. So they've been watching your game plan for how many games have you played? I so, think the other oh thing too is, is that like, <laughs> ah, it doesn't like hidden. That's, do you like read it? Like, do you like Chiefs look at it like and like, you're like watching and like, why are they calling that play off the ball? Remember when Graham Henry lost the World Cup? <clears throat> Everyone was on his back because he was going to be the next coach to bring <clears throat> them into the next World Cup. Yeah. And then he won it. And then he was, oh, he was God. But oh. Sam Kane is shit, and he shouldn't be because he hasn't proved himself as a captain. He hasn't actually proved himself as a Tell fucking rugby player. <laughs> like, honestly, like, he should not. Like, you haven't even, Fuck, you played four games for the Chief Cunt. Like, what the fuck have you done for New Zealand rugby? Um, I think we're probably not. I would not love if Whitelock got captain. You know, they no, interviewed I, I, him and I, he I, said, No, I would love to have been. No, you've got to be an interpreter. Here's a thing like, Did you've you got someone like Richie. No, 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 you've got someone like Richie, right? And they. Sam Lightlock would have been right up They there. don't respect him. He's just a fucking another nobody forward, bro. <laughs> like, you think backs are going to look at Sam Whitelock and be like, He's oh been my there God, with no. McCaw. He's been. Up I there. don't even think that Sam Whitelock should be fucking there. He's an old cunt. Bring in the new players. Someone we have an opportunity to bring in. <laughs> no, we have a we have an opportunity to bring in all these young fellas. Like, why isn't Robinson there? I thought I thought they had the opportunity to bring in Lachlan Brisher, but he's gone. Oh around. yeah, he's gone. He was he's, the man. He was the man. Yeah. Every breakdown, he was over the ball. Mm. You know, and they let him go. And I was like. Yeah. First mistake. <laughs> you know what? We we were like a year and a half but out from World Cup, and it's like this. I hope that the All Blacks are like tricking us and but like they we're need just to trying lose, to make right. No, because when you know you, you can't win all the time, and when they do lose, oh, you're the useless coach, useless captain, useless players. Blah blah. Okay. Mm. Now what? Okay, they regroup. Now the South Africa um, tours on now. South African tours this this weekend. This weekend. But I just want to touch on what do you guys think of the fucking backlash the All Blacks got that week they lost to Ireland. That whole week my news feed was just fucking. I I just thought man everyone was, was angry like, man everyone way was to angry. Go, Ireland. <laughs> Ireland way to go Ireland. You played hard <laughs> out. Played us. Yeah. Yeah. As a chief supporter, we you know with the underdog. Yeah, we I just support them. As and a we blue like, supporter, I just was like, you know what? Well done, Ireland. Yeah. You fucking well outplayed done. us. You outsmarted us. Everything. Um, there was a you couple played of to things. the But what do you guys think about the backlash? The the, oh, pe- the public, man. They were like, oh, and it's always going to be like that. And the majority of them were blue always. supporters. I know it. I know it was blue supporters because when blues lose, you guys hate on them. All blacks, is, honestly, all you blues, you suck. Would never because be you're like, a chief. I'll tell you what, it would never be chief supporters because they don't know what winning feels like. So fuck them. <laughs> Not in the last year. I'll tell you what, uh, New Zealanders don't like to lose, but sometimes you have to lose to get a perspective. To get better. Right? Mm. I mean, look at the, we lost the World Cup, right? And then we came back. We almost lost, but we won. And then we came back in 2015 and we just blitzed it. We just came back stronger and stronger. So we have to lose 
for them to realise you, you're not invincible. You mm. can get beaten. You need to adapt your game. You can't just play the same thing, you know, forwards go in, you know, breakdowns and stuff like that. You're not going to win the lineouts, even though you've got taller guys and everything like that. You need to play the way the world plays. Not the I think differently. Plays. I think this. The volume of New Zealanders that play rugby, they pay fees, and those fees go up. Do you know what I mean? You pay juniors, and then you play this. All the fees that you play in rugby, a, po- a portion of that goes to all blacks. Mm. Fucking do your job, cunt. You know what I mean? And like somebody like Fozzie that believes that some of these players should be in that team, no, if they haven't shown that they shouldn't be there, then they shouldn't be there. Mm. And and Sam Kane is one of them. Like this cunt did not play. He should not be the captain. I agree he shouldn't be all black captain. He should not yeah. even be in the team. There are captain, so m- captain automatically says but you're going to be there the whole game or 80 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but all blacks don't just no. come down yeah. to playing. They need the leaders to be in there to tell you and how I it's going to be. People you know, like this is how the game's going to be. Retallic. And Whitelock. They're old, player. bro. They've got to go. Retallic's like, old. And, and, and you old. know nah. what? Whitelock, Retallic, King, no and way. all of them, they no should have been gone last year, now bro. That's they should have I... been gone. Like, get the fuck out of here. And you start developing Oh, you want to start a fight now. <laughs> You've got to develop them. If you keep on... Ha- the biggest Retallic. problem with the All Blacks at the moment is that we're don't holding to on them, to all today, of these... All, all these old players who mm. we think are fucking legends, you know what? Go be legends. But right now we've got to develop because if we don't develop, um, and, and that's the worst part <clears throat> is that like we can't develop because we've like closed all these spots for the new one. Now people talk about fucking RTS playing. Do I believe that RTS? 100%. You know why? This motherfucker. He was a rugby player before he was a league player. 100%. He has played more fucking games of rugby than probably some of them. He's probably more successful in rugby games than some of them that are there right now. Do I believe that he should be there? 100%. Retallic, you're gone. Retallic, old. I love you. You're fucking tonight. Don't listen to her. Barrett, Scott Barrett, get the fuck out of here. You're just a dirty cunt. Get out. Mm. Get. Bring all the young ones in. Like, we should have been, like, three, two years ago, we should have been developing them, bringing them through. Let me ask you this. Why isn't Robinson in the All Blacks? Because he's got red hair. <laughs> no, but why isn't he there? Like, you've got somebody that's hungry, that works hard all the time. Mm. It's not enough. It's not enough. No, 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 no. But it's the same. Why? Because he's he's short. <laughs> he's a little bit shorter, but he actually gets more intercepts than some people. Mm. So you're telling me that someone like Tupulutu can go fuck off to Japan oh. for so some time. That's and, my worst player. Sorry. And, you know, and then you've got someone like fucking Robinson, <laughs> right? That's right there, been right. hungry. I'm telling you, I am ready. And then Toy Polutsugo plays one game for fucking ponies, mm. comes back, hey, you're in the All Black. Oh, like, fuck, come on. <laughs> but we're not the um Come selectors. on. You've got the, the likes of um, Michael Jones. You've got, you know, you know all, all, all those guys. Well, maybe all those guys should fuck off too. Oh. Well, they've got a new selector now. It's um, Schmidt now, eh? Smith, Smith's great. Grand Fox is gone. Yeah. Mm. 
but maybe they should fuck off too. Like, honestly, like, come on. How can you tell me Topolotu goes to Japan, fucks off, he plays one game for ponies and he can, like, come on. And the other part of it is this, for me. The Barrett boys, like Geordie, like everyone's talking this weekend, oh, Geordie should play 15. Like, no, Geordie should be on the sideline. Mm. Should be on the sideline, can't. I think he's in there for, for his kicking. Yeah, then bring him on for kicking. Like, fuck well, off. Kick for goals. Yeah, I he don't can hit it from far away. No oh, way. I think that Moana nah. could probably. Yeah. I, I think Moana could. Moana is. Yeah. He could beat it. 100%. Is he a little bit small, though? He's small. I still believe that. But he Moana, holds his ground. If you had Geordie and Moana on the 50 line mark, Moana would still kick the same kicks. Mm. Did you guys agree with. The public when they wanted Foster to go and no, get yes. and get and yes. and get razor on yes. no and get razor on yes I, I don't know keep if I, razor there and you know it's not for razor but I'm telling you now nah. if you're gonna if you're gonna have a, a fucking coach that picks somebody that played fucking four games for the Chiefs and says he's our guy then he's got to go mate if you've got a guy who picks the fucking lock, like, Retallic, oh, who fucking spent oh, half a year <laughs> out and go, he's our guy. No, you got to fucking go. you you got to hard on for no. the fucking Chiefs, bro. Get the fuck off the field. Graham here, we got need the same somebody slack. that's like, who's the best players? Mm. That's it. We don't need anyone that's got a hard on for fucking players that they're fucking brought up through the ranks. And you know what? There's so much shit out there right now where Fozzie has like, he, he, he fucking coached Sam Kane through fucking high school. No, nah, like go and have your hard on somewhere else, mate. <laughs> Take Retallick with you. Retallick's old. Whitelock's old. Oh, Get the, all the young Retallick. players in. Retallick, if you're listening tonight, I love you. Don't yeah. listen to this girl. Don't listen to me, but think about all the all the passes that you dropped, cunt. Like honestly, I was thinking about like how we lo- we lost the island, right? And this is probably the when I thought about why the New Zealand, New Zealand public comes back to the All Blacks every time, because this is the first time we actually had a losing streak. Oh, we did have it one was before. The worst. This is the worst losing streak in between World Cups, because we will lose a World Cup. We'll get angry, but we'll get over it because the next, the following no. year, we'll dominate. No, do get right? over it. My, when we lost the World Cup in two thousand and seven to France, my, my husband went out there and, and topped. I'm telling tree. you now, it's this. <laughs> but we'll get over not, it. He's not because we dominate. About that. The, we dominate I'm the years you get in over between. It because you expect them to get better. I'm telling so, you now, pre World Cup. We've gone to South Africa. If we don't win all of those games, we're fucking done. Like the That's New Zealand, test, the, right? the New Zealand public are going to crucify this team, and that's the end of it. Like if they don't go there and dominate them, because the worst part about it is North Hemisphere rugby are like, we're the best. What happened to South South Africa went and played for them, bro? They they went up there because they thought, oh yo, we're too good for these cunts. Like no, one hundred percent. That's what they did. I think, to be quite honest, I think, uh, fuck South Africa. 
Like, honestly, don't oh. South Africa. Bring in Samoa. Let's go Tonga. Oh, I'm coming go, out. Let's oh, go Cook Islands. <laughs> no, like, that's camera. what I think. Like, you know what? South Africa were like, we don't want to do that. We don't want to be part of you. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> Fuck these guys. Come on, Sa. Let's go Tonga. Let's go Cook Islands. Let's go Nui. Let's fucking. I like that idea. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck South Africa. And you know what, Samoa, you know all these players that have played for us and they're not, you, you can have fucking have them all. But what New Zealand need to stop doing is playing those fucking players so that they don't fucking qualify. That is the most I mean, look bullshit at the Commonwealth shit. Games. Look at Commonwealth Games, right? No, what I'm talking Third about place. is what the the New Zealand's biggest problem is this. They don't want to share players. That's New Zealand's biggest problem. And when they see a threat and they think that this player is good, they go, we're naming them in the All Blacks. But the market's changed now, right? The market's changed. South Africa doesn't want to be, doesn't want to be a part of us. They've, they've fucked off. I'm not talking about that. I'm but, talking but about New Zealand we've rugby. We've got the landscape now for, no. for Tonga and Samoa to be a part of, right? No, but what New Zealand rugby do is this. I'm naming this person and they're playing for New Zealand rugby. Boom, two years. You're gone two years. You're off the market two years. I believe this. If you are not named for the New Zealand team, doesn't matter if you were fucking like last week you were named for them, you get to play. You're open market. But we can't. We can't. And New Zealand are so fucking tricky. All of these Pacific players that are fucking good and kind of good, they name them in their fucking wider squad, mm. which makes them eligible. They can't play for their Pacific nation. Well, they did that to Sol Kula. Sol Kula got that one game. Now he can't play for Fiji for another three years. And that's what I'm talking mm. about. Like, you know what? He's a fantastic number eight. Like, he's like, why didn't they take And now they fucked him. Can't play for two years. But then you got to look at these players, right? And, and say, okay... Do you want to play for Fiji? Do you want to play for Samoa? Or do you want to play for the All Blacks? Here we go. Do you want to play for the All Blacks? Well, we're going to pay you 150k. Do you want to play? They don't you care can, about the money. No, you can come play for us. But here's the thing. You've got to make this wider squad. And, and this is the thing. If you make this squad, you're going to get 150k. Sorry, cuz. You didn't make it. Yeah, but so the thing is, you. You're going to get paid for the All Blacks. But you're also going to get All Blacks in your CV. When you go overseas, no, overseas club. they do get paid. That's the thing. Like, once you make that all-black squad, you get a certain amount of money. And that's the thing. Like, Cutter's sitting there going, oh, do you want to get... Well, you do. Like, that number eight, right? Mm -hmm. If you make our team, you get 150k a year. He signs in. He plays against Ireland. He plays one game, right? You're part of, you're part of the all-blacks. We're going to South Africa. Sorry, bro, you didn't make it. He can't go play for Fiji anymore. We he can earn forty five k. But he's still getting paid the. No, he's done. He's not part of the squad anymore. You're not getting paid this money. But what does the contract say? One game. Contract says you're if, under contract. If you make this team, you mm. get one hundred and fifty k. Just one, 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 one payment. That's it. No, so I'm gonna play as hard as I can to get this hundred and fifty k. That's the thing. This is the part that people don't understand. I'm going to play as hard as I can 
Because if I make this team, I get a, hun- a minimum of 150k. Turn the mic, see? Yeah, so <laughs> if I make this team, yeah. I get a minimum of 150k. A minimum. If I make this team. So he's got 150k just like that. So, for that one game. No, 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 no. If you make this team. But he did. So he didn't. He made the wider training squad. Right. So you're in the wider training squad. If I make this squad here, I get 150k. But he didn't. He didn't. So he didn't get paid nothing. He gets a little bit from playing these games, but you're out now. Sorry, you don't make this team that's going because right. our wider training squads now move to here. Mm. And the people here, they get 150k. You get a little bit, but you didn't make this squad. But not only did you not make this squad, you can't go play for Fiji. Mm. New Zealand rugby do that all the time. They do it with Samoans, Cook Islanders, Tongans. Yeah. They they have a 60 man training squad and they pull in all of these players and and that's the goal the goal is here right yeah but at the same time the world rugby has changed the rules so now there's a stand down period of three years yeah but so at least you got your three years we are one year out from world cup come on man has it been the next world cup at least so if New Zealand gonna get him okay. again, you're a fucking man, right? You're a yeah. fucking male, yeah. And you played rugby, yeah, right. And you're talking to me right now about, yeah, but they can go to the next World Cup, yeah. What do you fucking look like in the next World Cup, can't? Like four years time, yeah. From now yeah. to four years time, you are not the same person. You do not look the same. You do. You are carrying fucking injuries because you're playing in all of these different things. No, what New Zealand and Australia do is they trap all these Pacific Island players into their fucking web where they mm. can't play for Pacific Islands. And you know what? I was so happy when like Mona Pacifica came out and Fiji came out because I was like, yes, these guys actually get to play in these teams where it's like, yo, you get to and you're not going to be trapped in the, in the web. All of these guys are trapped in a web. But isn't Mana Pacifica still trapped in the web in, in the case? Because All Blacks can pick them up if they wanted to. You know what? And like if I had a choice of playing between Samoa and fucking All Blacks, knowing that in Samoa I'll get 25k if the government fucking releases it or I can get 150k playing for... Well, who are you playing for? You're 100% you're playing for the All Blacks. But... If the All Blacks turn around and say, hey, you can play for us, but you're a wider training squad, and we've got a wider training squad of of, of, of 70, but we're only taking 30, you, of course you're going to take that risk. But once they n- announce that wider training squad, and you're announced as an All Black, you're done for two years. Mm. Next year's World Cup, right? What? You don't get, you don't get the final, you don't get the money, you don't get nothing. So it works out, yeah. It works out if you're young. It's young. Only if you're young. It's a young man's game now. Professional rugby is a young man's game now. Only if you're young, but like I still believe all of these big countries, they just, they pull in all the Pacific Islanders. Different from league, right? Like you see what's happening in the league at the moment. Mm. All these guys turn around. No, I'm Brian Tall. 
I'm playing for Samoa. But how can you play for like da 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 da? Um, well, I am, but I'm playing for Sa. You begrudging him? The, th- the thing is with with the Rugby World Cup, right? What you want to see as a spectator, right? As a rugby fan, what you want to see, you want to see the best players playing in that competition. And, I and, believe and, this. And if, the way things are now, you don't. If you are in New Zealand and you can play for New Zealand or Samoa and you don't make New Zealand, that you should be able to play for Samoa. You shouldn't have to wait for two years. Because you know what? In two years' time, you could be fucking whatever. The downside of that, you're taking over someone that's been training. You know, trying to work hard to be there. Like, maybe the, one of the local players. you got to give that spot up then. If someone, you know, that's been around the world. If you had the choice of Sonny Bill Williams playing number 12 for Samoa, because he didn't make New Zealand, or some village player, who are you taking? Yeah, 100. That's the thing. What the best, the best player should get the position. Yeah. I'm just saying that I think that World Rugby, they tie up local players. New Zealand have a bread basket. They've got a bread basket, right? Where... They kind of corner that market. Fiji, Tonga, Samoa, Cook Islands, and New Zealand itself. And they get to pick the best of the best. And then they also take the second of the best. And then they also take the third of the best. And then they go, hey, it's World Cup. Sorry, guys, we, we label you as New Zealand players. You can't play for anyone else. Mm. I think it's all changing now. It's all changing. It changes. It changed as soon as South Africa left Super Rugby. It changed when Australia is like not the team they were. The Wallabies aren't the team they used to be. And New New Zealand All Blacks just lost to Ireland. And that's all because uh, what I think is because of the competition is 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 lacking down south. I'm now. just saying that like you know? two years is too long. So if you if they're not part of your team, then they should be able to play. But but, but the reason why I say that is because New Zealand has got other problems now. Their their problem is not trying to get Ireland the players and the squads and stuff like that. I think their priority now, what they should understand is that the priority is to be on top of the world again, because that's slowly coming away. Because of what's happening with the politics, because Nobody, of South Africa leaving, I'm because of the right lack now, of competition, we now. can we can do like world standings and everything like that for like uh, days on end. You can, mm. you can do that forever. Um, no one gives a fuck. Uh, that no one, it's whoever holds the World Cup. New Zealand can be world standing. We're number one. South Africa hold the World Cup. So who is the champion of the world? <clears throat> New Zealand can be uh, number one in the world in world standings for three years, but nobody cares about that. All they care about who South Africa, they're the best country in the world because they've got the World Cup. True or not? Well, I think I think Northern Hemisphere has a reputation for that. The only reason why South Africa got 
for who beat South Africa in the last World Cup. Well, or Blackstone. What I'm saying is like, Northern Hemisphere has a reputation for not caring about the years in between the World Cups. No. Yeah. Because they don't have to. No. Because they've got no expectation mm. that you have to be the best. Yeah. But all blacks do mm. because you lose. Oh, you're the worst coach. You're the worst players. You're the worst. This. Imagine their mental health and stuff like that. You know, we talk about mental health. Imagine yeah. them. <laughs> you know, we've got nothing on these players that our expectations are because they're our expectations. But, mate, I, I would give Foster this tour and then the Argentina tour just to, you know, because he's still trying to find his ground because he was in the background and now he's trying to find his place. But it'll be, it'll be too late to fire him, eh? No matter what. Exactly. Because one year woke up, you can't replace the coach and, and then, one year out of the World Cup. Yeah, the Crusaders coach is like, oh, if you don't pick me, maybe he's not saying it, but everyone else is saying it. If you don't pick me, I'm going. Okay, we let Rennie go. He, he went to Australia, tried to do his best, didn't work. You know, and we let the Australian coach go to England, try to do his best. We let um, Jimmy Joseph go. Exactly. And, and what happened? It doesn't, the coach can only do so much, it's up to the players. It was also New Zealand's succession plan. Yeah. Like, you can only be a new. Sounds to me right now, mm. like you can you can only be an All Blacks coach if you come up through assistant. Come through the ranks. Yeah, come through the ranks. Yeah, Hanson would never pick Foster if he didn't believe in him. You know, it it wasn't up to anyone else. Hanson had the last say. You know, who do you want to be the next All Black coach? Okay, maybe Foster was in the background. Maybe Foster been there for a long time. Maybe he was the next one in line, but Hanson believed in him. Why? It's not up to us to question that. Of course it is. Of course that is. I, I don't agree with that. Like, no, of course it is. But do you do you agree with the All Blacks coaching succession plan? Like, you gotta no. you gotta be a head coach, and you can't be a head coach unless you're assistant. Look, you know what? Um, it's a business. It's a business. Yeah. Present your CV. Show us what you've got. Show us what you've done. Um, if you have a look at, at Foster's CV, um, it's only ever been as an assistant. Right? If... And that's it. He's got nothing else. It's as an assistant coach. He's got no super rugby. He's always been an assistant. Therefore... Ergo, your CV tells me that you're ever going to be an assistant. This is a business. It's it's nothing more than a fucking business. Unless you've actually been a team leader and you've stood up. Um, but even then, like Foster himself hasn't actually led a team. Okay, so if Blues beat the Crusaders in the um, Super 12 or... Super Rugby final. Would I think that Razor is a better coach? 100% I would. Why? Because his history tells us he's a better coach. Even Why? though he lost. McDonald has only won once. 
Fraser's history tells us, hey, you've led a team, you've done all of this, your business tells me, I'm just saying it's a business. You? Well, Razor does have a good record. He's he's one of the Crusaders multiple times. He's one of the under under. He is uh, the under, most under successful New Zealand coach under in New one, Zealand. Yeah, but would you? But I think the reason why he's not there because he had to come up as assistant in the All Blacks. He had to come up up the ranks. But it's very hard because it's the way New Zealand rugby does their coaching thing. Like, like the last time they. The, the last time, the last time New Zealand RFU, the last time New Zealand rugby scrapped the coaching staff for the All Blacks was when after John Mitchell. Yes, and we had to reevaluate and yeah. realize, mate, we are. Look at Fozzie's fucking actual coaching history. Like, look at it. Identify it. Look at it. Even Cutter, like you, look at it. How many fucking Super Rugby has this guy done as head coach? None. As a head coach, he's none. done none. He's done nothing. He has done shit. He has run the fucking coattails of everybody else, and he has not proven I can do this on myself. And what they turned around and what they did was, hey, you know what? We're going to give you a shot at the title. But never did For Steve what? Hansen. Steve Hansen was, uh, you know, he, he, he was on the coattails of um, Graham Henry. But... Steve Hansen didn't go be assistant coach of fucking Chiefs and Blues and all of this stuff. Steve Hansen, his his actual being has always been through New Zealand rugby. He's done like under 21s, under 19s, fucking the Colts, all this stuff. He's come through New Zealand rugby. Now we have to listen to Fozzie who fucking, oh my God. Well, you can see how this is going to play out. And that's why we have fucking this All Blacks fucking captain. Let's see who, how this weekend goes, eh? Who? Let's see how this weekend goes. Whose own mother, like two years ago, was like, he shouldn't play another game in his life. Like, so he's mother. just so fucking. What happened? So because of his neck injury, his yeah. mum came yeah. out and was like, I don't want him playing rugby anymore. His neck and all of this shit. And like. Fucking oh, talking hello. About Steve. Yeah. I'm talking about Sam Kane. His mum, his own mum came on fucking, I don't want him to play anymore. You're not the only one. We don't want him to play anymore as well because he's mm. not even, he does not command. It's like, you know what? I'll tell you what. Richie, right? Like, you know what it's like with Islanders, Right. Okay, Island, so who would you want to be the captain? Who would you want to be the captain, Cameron? <clears throat> I reckon, um, I reckon Adi, eh? Adi. Adi Sevilla, yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm Adi. Adi. I think he's the best one. Here's the thing, though. Adi doesn't actually want it mm. because he thinks that he can't play the same if he's trying to captain. But right, I'll tell you right. what, in game two, Adi... Right. Well, that's not Captain Material then. No, 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 no. But here's the thing, Adi, in game two, you wouldn't have been saying to yourself, oh, who's going off? You would have been Sam Kane, so you're fucking going off. Did gun. anyone ask Sam Kane if he wanted to be captain? 100%. He has... He has... Ste- he got asked, I can do it. So you played... You played five games oh. this year for Super Rugby. We want you to be the captain. Do you think you should be the captain? And he's like, I can do it. You like her voice a really low way. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> 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 Fucking 
go do your you nuts. You don't know. Get the fuck off the field. You can't even fucking reach over and win a turnover. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know who should go off in the game. And you know what? Yeah, instead of sending, helped. instead of sending yourself off, can't you send Artie off? Like fuck you. Like, well, what the fuck? That, that was a big shambles. That, that was it. Oh. Because that was the new rules. You mm. know, if you came on. If, if you sorry, if you went off hmm. when that player was getting simbined, and that was it, the rules had changed. They were playing the old rules. No, they weren't playing the old rules, Cutter. <laughs> what it is is that they have just spent the last two years during COVID playing super rugby rules, and we have different sets of rules because when someone gets kicked off after 20 minutes, you can come back on. Now, the problem was Artie came back on, but guess what? He should have been off. But Sam Kane's like, oh, I guess you're going off. If he was a real captain, I'm playing shit today. I'll fucking go off, cunt. <laughs> okay. Are you telling me that you think that Sam Kane should be the captain of the All Blacks? Why not? Why not? Because he plays like shit and he has Why no inspiration. I'm telling you now, he doesn't. Whoever commands the Islanders is going to be the winner. Karen oh, Reed, oh, oh, we're playing the Islanders. Oh, fuck. It's not, a, you not just us against other nations, it's us against our own Whoever team. Whoever eh? commands the Islanders are the winner. And you know what? You hear it through NRL all the time. Mm. Why have the Warriors not been successful? Because all the coaches don't know how to coach the coconuts. Am I right? Coconuts are a different breed. Everything's a fucking joke to us. Am I? I'm just saying. I don't know what the answer to helping the Warriors is. The the answer <laughs> to the Warriors is that they should be coaching like fuck the Aussies. The answer to the Warriors is give up. Just don't play no more. Just play for another team. Play I, for I, Manly. I, I reckon they should go to Australia. Eh? The Warriors exactly. Should, should Go to Australia. Exactly. Because you, you're not going to get any players, good players. No. Coming to down come living, to New Zealand. To live in New Zealand. No. You ain't. No. You ain't. no. You ain't. And especially in COVID times where they know oh, we can get a lockdown any minute now. Your government will lock us down and we can't ever go back home. Who's, so your, fl- who's your favourite manly player, Cutter? Um, Cameron Schuster. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of New Zealanders follow certain teams. Yeah, and a lot of New Zealanders they follow certain NRL teams because I just of New like Zealanders. them because I've always liked men. A lot of New Zealanders follow NRL teams because of certain New Zealand players. If if certain New Zealand players and we had the budgets, if we had the budgets. They will play for the Warriors. Now, you know what? Like, there's some great fucking Manly players that have played in Manly. Like, mm. 100%. You can't despite that. And that's probably why you feel some kind of connection with them. No, because actually, I like I liked, um, Sharks because of Peachy. I love Sharks because yep. Peachy was there. Yep. Yeah, was but you're not, a, you're not a Shark supporter. You're a Manly supporter. Only... Yeah, I yeah. am. Because Richie was and, there and that was it. And that was it a, for me. And, and guess what? Matthew Ridge, he's from New Zealand, Cutter. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. If New Zealanders 
played for the Warriors, we would be a different kind of team. Oh, the yeah. problem is we but don't have the budget, we don't the, have the, the management, first, and a lot Warriors of them first came out, and, and a lot mean. of them they start in the the junior grades, but we can't keep a hold of them. Why? Because we fucking fall in love with these old school players and play them to the death, which is similar to the All Blacks. I don't think this. We love people gone. like what, what, Retallick. What's we the love, bet? What's the bet? The Dolphins are going to win the championship before the Warriors. No way. No way? Nah. No way. No way. No way. No way. If they do, it's going to prove my point that you need I'm just to be based you. in Australia. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, you need to be based in Australia, no. but they're not going to win. You can be based over there. But, but can I ask you this? Like, yeah. this past weekend's game, sorry. Like, let, let's be honest. Like, yeah. Did you watch the games this weekend? No. How is it? <laughs> no, no, of course you don't. But it how was. is it that the Warriors bored. get you know what I'm a gouging? I'm watching the and, Birmingham um, Commonwealth Games, and we are third on the table. We're actually oh, fifth on the table. Third. Of, no, we're actually fifth on the table as of this morning because no. Canada and everything moved up yeah. because you're you're not in touch. But it's okay. I watched it. How are you guys finding the Commonwealth Games? Mean. Yeah, because I haven't been watching that. I haven't Mate. been watching. Mate. I haven't been watching. You know, places that, you know, high jump. Yeah. First time ever we had a male win the high jump. You know? I'm Our girl say in the 100 metres, sixth place. In I, the heard, I heard the fastest man in Commonwealth is from Wales. I know, eh? <laughs> But we laugh and, at that. And, and that's the Commonwealth Games for you. Yeah. Where's Usain Bolt <laughs> for Jamaica? Where is he? They're not well, in the Commonwealth, aren't they? He's, he's Jamaica's result, in the Commonwealth. Yeah. But he's yes. Res- no, Aww. Usain's like retired. But here's the thing. Oh, he's retired. retired. Yeah. But how about the New Zealander in the triathlon and they gave him a 10-second penalty yeah. because he didn't put his bike in because he took... He took his helmet off too early. Which he didn't. He- what? Yeah, but he so didn't qualify. Yeah, no, 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 no. He had to get ten second penalty, penalty so seconds. he couldn't race for first. Mm. But and he had to go for second. Oh. Yeah, they're saying that he re- he took his bike and then you look at all the photos. His his bike's in. He's releasing his helmet. It's stuff like that. I don't know. It's like that that woman. They got um, she, she wasn't allowed to get her, her silver medal. Yeah, because she came in the team. The the cyclist. She wasn't going to go for a third medal. Because there's only four in the whole thing, so only first and second. Can right. I ask you this? What about the like if they're trans? Oh, oh mate! Oh mate! <laughs> <laughs> what if they're no, trans? Your own. I don't league. think that. I don't think they should play like women's. Sports. No, no, but like you know, like in the Olympics last year, they let that one do the weightlifting. The weightlifting. weightlifting. Yeah. But what I'm. But what what about this? You know how we've got like NRL women's, right? Mm. Yeah. Like we got, right Yeah. What if you got a trans in there? Like what the fuck? Well, haven't they sort? They haven't sorted out the science yet, they? Because you got, you can get like hormones and stuff. Yeah, of course. To change you, like genetically, or you know. Okay, and but, you you take hormone replacements for yeah. the last couple of years, and yeah. you know I, I'm I, I identify myself as female. But they're still bowling them over. Yeah, the trans woman in the women's game still bowling them over. Like you look at the swing in America, right? Mm. And they and they've got that that that, that chick. 
I'm just saying, man, like, if you can't fucking pump a baby out of your pussy, then, like, you just can't play. Hey, is, it, is that even fair? No. It's not fair, eh? No. I don't believe that it's fair because it's it's, it's kind of different. You've still got male hormones running through you. Yeah. You can take all the um, supplements you, you can to... I you know make you female reduce it and all that yeah yeah but, but, but you're still yeah but it's still right like how would you feel I seen the photos I was like these are these no are but men. like you we just need to look at the Olympics last year and you like look at that that whatever her name was that was doing the weightlifting I think her name was Tony and I'm just thinking this <laughs> I'm like fucking you didn't even fucking win you couldn't even fucking live like fuck you we did all this shit and New Zealand was like and the world was like they're gonna compete and you didn't fucking you dropped all three like fuck you but I'm just like surely not you can't you can't you can't say that she's a dude like that she's a girl I mean are there not enough of them are there not enough for them to have their own competition because if there it, is because you know what when I think about the game of rugby, right? Like the game of rugby union, you got a men's game, you got a women's game, right? If you had a trans game separate, I think that game would be a more of a spectacle than watching the women's. Oh game. yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. yeah, it's like when you watch like the nipple. Yeah. And men's, yeah. Well, when you go like. The men's and the fafas play like it is like fucking. Fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Priest goes to me, how come they can't beat the men? Men don't play netball. I went, but look at them. Their body is stronger. Their passes are stronger. You can't beat that. Mm. You can't beat a male's play of game. So why can't they have their own, like, because that is a spectacle in itself, right? Yeah, but they don't... We can watch it. The problem is that we're facing in the world right now is they don't identify as, like, other. No. They identify as female. So they expect the rest of the world to identify them as female. But see, but not all of them. Because a lot of them identify as female, but, again, a lot of them identify as other. That's why you get other. Yeah. That's why you get the other... They want to be identified as other. And the biggest problem with today is that it's not them that has to adjust. It's us. Yeah, but but, but that's the point. Because at the same time, we talk about that LGBT... QA, but what, QA, what the fuck it is. But see, there's oh, people... Oh, yeah, you there, know there, me. There's people that identify with that group, right? But there's also people of the same ilk that don't identify with that. They don't believe in it at the same time. You know what I mean? So they get like taken out of this group, even though they are gay or trans or whatever. You know what I mean? Like if not every trans, it's a whole new pers- like we're not. See, not, not every gay or trans identifies with being in that group. I don't understand. If they don't but agree, unfortunately, the world that we live in today, um, they are. Yeah, here that's just how. We have how it to, is. This is just how it is. I'm just yeah. telling you right now because, like, we just experienced it with like manly and some All rainbow, I know is, uh, rainbow colors on their jerseys. That yeah, but see, that's the thing. At the same time, people don't care, right? 
there's a whole bunch of people that don't care. But they for a whole bunch of people it's irrelevant. But guess what? For for a certain sect of people, it it is irrelevant. Yeah, that's what I mean. Unfortunately, because for a certain certain sect of people, Mm. the rest of us have to live with it. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest problem of today is that we always constantly worrying about what fucking. Hold on a minute. Like, okay, so you want to be inclusive and you want to be inclusive, and I have to do this and. Well, fuck me, mate. Yeah. And that's the... That, I don't think the problem... It's this. We have a whole bunch of people where who push their own agendas. Mm. And unfortunately for the majority, you have to eat shit on it because this minority's come through and they've pushed their agenda. And you're like, yeah, okay. Sweet as, come on in. And because... The come corporate, on in, mate. And it doesn't help when the corporate world adopts it. 100%. Yeah. Because it's like, hold on, we've got this sector of Because now people. our money is involved now. Yeah. Now, now our... We've got this sector of now, people and they think this and guess what? If we think opposite it, it's going to cut this and we're not going to have this. Exactly. It's affecting our putting money, putting on the table. Yeah. And the roof over our heads. And, and that's just the world that we live in right now. All I want to know is, will RTS stay with the Blues next next season? Oh yeah, how yeah. One hundred. One hundred. He, he can't. He can't go anywhere else. Oh. He can't, oh. He can't go anywhere else. How come? I think he'll kill himself if he goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that it's like, Kata, you're talking about somebody who you think is like going to be swayed by money. This this guy. It's not swayed by money. This guy has money. That's the difference. It's not swayed by money. It's swayed by the influence of the coaches. Like, you know. RTS is not swayed by money. He's already got fucking money. He's been playing NRL since he was 18 years old. He's got fucking money. The, The biggest problem with the New Zealand public is this. Oh, you were so willing, you were so willing to accept Sonny Bull Williams, who plays the exact same position, but you won't accept RTS. Yet RTS, as a human being, and if you look at his profile, is actually fucking better than Sonny Bull. What if, oh, yeah. What if he actually is. See, it's funny, because I haven't seen him do anything special all, no. all season. He may, may for the blues. He maybe did one or two breaks, but not enough because he he had that injury. I'll remember? ask you this: when when okay. when, when Sunny so Ball played for fucking the Chiefs, did he do anything special? No, he just did some back passes. That's okay. It. So That's it. If Fraser asked RTS, "Hey, we will pay off your bill to the Blues for you to come for the Crusaders," he won't. He's got his own money. Cutter, you're talking about a person that has money. That you're not talking it's about, not about fucking, money. It's about He's got his own money. Like this guy's already a millionaire. You're talking about a millionaire that's playing a sport that he wants to play. That's if I'll go as far as saying he probably didn't deserve to be in all backs this year. Maybe next year, but not this year. I don't think. I don't see how RTS being in the All Blacks this year is any different from Sunny Bull. Sunny Bull did nothing to be in the All Blacks. 
He did nothing. Yeah, for their first year. Yeah. Well, yeah. he played fucking two games for the fucking counties. Same And same then he deal, fucking went deal. and jumped on the fucking the Chiefs. Oh, there's nothing there. He but at the same nothing. time, he did have a certain set of skills no one else did at 12. I'm just going to tell you, like, this guy, the difference between him and Sonny Bull is that this guy is going to absorb everything. He will absorb it all. And I'm telling you now, um, RTS, Do you think he'll go back to league? RTS will become no. one of the greatest All Blacks that we will ever see. We we probably didn't didn't do him. Uh, we we didn't probably did him a disfavor when we put him in the All Blacks the first year. I'm telling you because that was his goal to come to rugby to be in the All Blacks, right? How do you guys accept that Sunny Bull is okay but RTS is not? Like I don't get it. Is it because nah, like we, we is it because Sunny Bull nah, played for the Chiefs? I, think, like, I don't get it. Oh. No, nah, I think I think it's just a thing of working your way towards a goal. This guy, and, and if you just hand the this goal, this guy just hand the goal to since College has been working <laughs> nothing but a fucking goal. That's only one year. This, this, That's only one year. I, this I, I, I don't guy. It's only one year. Because like I'm telling you now, like World Cups around the corner. If you don't take him this year, you can't develop him. But this guy has done more for New Zealand rugby in his short life than fucking anybody on this table. And I'm telling you now, he's done more for New Zealand rugby than fucking somebody like some idiot like Sonny Bull Williams did. I'm just saying. I'm telling you now, he is going to be one of the greatest All Blacks that we've seen. Trust me. Why? Because he's a fucking sponge. I think as part of giving that All Blacks jersey way like nothing. But yeah, here's exactly. the thing. We've got... Yeah, yeah. We'll give it to Soul Cooler for one game. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. We're going to give it to anybody. This guy... Oh. This guy has played school rugby all the way through. Yep, yep. And guess what? We know New Zealand potential. rugby fucking failed him and uh, and NRL went, you know what, son? Come here. We're going to fucking make you rich. We, we know his potential. We know yeah. his potential. And I just think... Let him be more hungry. Watch the space. Watch the space. This guy I think, I is going to be one of the greatest. I he think will the, be one of the greats. I think the All Blacks just give away the jersey too easily these days. You know? I just think hold this space. And I think RTS I, I, will I be think one RTS of the greats. And Sam Williams are in the sort of like the same boat. I don't believe it. I, I RTS is a different league from Sunny Bull Williams. One hundred percent. Sunny Bull Williams with his fucking Muhammad. I'm I haven't been a big bullshit. Sunny Bull Williams fan. Even though, like, he was Chiefs, but it's okay. Well, that guy is loyal to to the dollar, I think. 100%. Yeah. RTS he's, is he's not. A true this is the thing that I don't, like, people don't understand about Roger is that this guy is going to, he's going to absorb everything. Yeah, everything. he wants it. He's hungry. But I believe he he's, he's Auckland it. through and through. If this guy, if, if Roger had, if Roger didn't go to NRL, if he goes to Crusaders next year, I didn't say it. If I didn't say it, if Roger, if Roger didn't go to the NRL, he would have been one. He would already be one of the greats. the The question is, like, to be quite honest, now Lappy, like, what's all that about? The Muppy. Oh, did you hear his? Uh, 
Did I read it all, bro. And you know what? Yeah, I did. I read it all. What do you guys think about that? Because I thought, okay, this guy is like flexing right now. No, I believe him 100%. He deserved all of 100%, bro. He was a fucking cannibal and he should have been given. But one dimensional, was he? Everything that he. One dimensional. No, everything that he is saying, I'm like. Shop brother, you're 100%. And you know what? He is exactly what I'm trying to say right now. All blacks fucking rope them up, and you're playing this, and you can't. He could have played for Tonga. He can play for Tonga now because he's fucking here. I'm he just saying. Good I on know. him. I don't know. Good on he him. He was a bit one dimensional. He was just a crash and bash dude. Didn't have a kicking game. He wasn't a good distributor. I don't know. Just to his defense was a bit uh, suspect. I'm just saying, Havili's kicks are fucking shit. If he if he got if he scored the winning try for Ireland, that game against Ireland, Mm. would you think otherwise? Who? Lon Muppy. I don't know because he didn't. I know, but he didn't. Okay, but had he scored that winning try and 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 be like, you're a god, blah blah. I think I think the way Ireland played, All Blacks probably needed Lomapi to be that different. That crash ball. That crash guy. I mm. just think this. All Blacks tie up a lot of Pacific Island players who have so much talent and they fucking entangle them into the All Blacks that they can't go off and play for somebody else. That's what fucks me off. Like... You know what? Who is he second string to? He's second string to fucking Sonny Bull. Like, if you look back, they picked Sonny Bull, someone who came from fucking NRL over him. Well, he should have been allowed to go play for Tonga, right? But he couldn't. Why couldn't he? Because he got selected for All Blacks. And I just think that All Blacks, Australia, England that they tie down all these Pacific Island countries. I just think this. If you don't make the team, you get to go play for your island country. That's it. So do you, do you believe if Lamabu played in the island test, that have made the difference? Well, you look at him compared to... And if he did? Would 100. You think actually, him? I actually do. Because I think with the, with the All Blacks walk... With, with the midfield, they had... Um, they had Rico and um, Havili. And, okay. Rico's a winger. Rico, Rico's a winger. You know what? Here's the thing. Rico's a winger, and, and here's the choices that you get to make it. And this is where Foster is shit. Like, this is where I believe that Foster is <laughs> a fucking piece of shit. If you're going to play Will Jordan and the Fijian on the winger, then you put the fucking number 10 as... Who's, who's your number 10? Yeah, but if you're going to play like Caleb and you're going to play Rico as as your wingers, who's your number 10? Bowden. Bowden. But he didn't do that. And Foster's a fucking idiot. It's like, yo, you've got all of these star players at your fucking fingertips, but you want to intermix. No. Well, well, the question is the midfield. Because... We had a Blues Crusaders midfield all through those tests, yeah. right? We never had a proper chemistry there. No. Right? It was we either Rico saying, or Javier. We Javier. had we had fucking we had COVID as well. Come on, mate. 
We had COVID as well. Like, Havili, the first game, and the, even the second game, he's fucking got COVID. Who's your, who's the best number 12 in the world, uh, in, in, in New Zealand at this to, at this point in time? Right now? 100. It depends on what, what kind of number 12 you're looking for. No, who number 12 is, or? it doesn't matter. Who's the best number 12? Like, there's only, you have the best or not the best? Who's the best number 12? For New Zealand? Shut up, it's Havili. <laughs> like, fuck up. You're like fucking sitting there. Well, he's the worst, best number 12 we got right now. Because he's inconsistent, really, if you think about it. Here's your choices. Because the real number 12s that we've got in this team that, like, that, that they've selected is this. You can have Havili or you can have Goodhue. I'd rather have Goodhue. Because the reality it's for you... It's the new uh, first team. Well, it's the same positions. They put them in the same positions. But Rico's not. Rico's a fucking winger, mate. And you know what? Yeah, but you played 13. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Yeah. What do you do with wingers that, like, aren't wingers anymore? When when they get slower, like. Yeah. What do you do with them? Like, turn the umanga. Put them in uh, 13. No, you just fucking. Guess what? You're not playing in the All Blacks anymore. Sorry, mate. They didn't do that That's with um with Umanga. Well, they put him in the midfield. I'll exactly. tell you what, the best and what did he do? He killed it. Him and um Ma'anonu. Ma'anonu I'll tell you what twelve the best winger that the All Blacks have ever had is who? John oh, Curran. Doug Allen. Nah. It's 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 <laughs> Jonah Lormu. And guess what? What what did they do to Jonah when that when he slowed down? They didn't put him in number twelve. They didn't put him in number thirteen. They said, Fuck off, you're fucking useless, cunt. You know how they should put him in number twelve in the midfield? Probably Julian Zavin. Julian Probably. Really? Probably, actually, with the they size. Should. No, way. for Wellington anyway, no not for all blacks. Way. No, but for no the size. Way. I get what you're saying. For the <laughs> size experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah one hundred. But okay, I all I want to know is um, next Super 12 Rugby Chiefs are going to win it? No, I don't think so. We should be asking who's going to win the the test this weekend? All Blacks or South Africa? All Blacks. South Africa. They got a, a um, they got face, show face. South Africa. Otherwise. South Africa's going to win. No. <laughs> South no. Africa will beat New Zealand by 24 points. Do you want to know why? Why? All Blacks have forgotten how to play forwards rugby. And unfortunately, um, you know what? Um, We've always prided ourselves and we had South Africa on our side that we played a different kind of rugby. South Africa has now moved to the fucking southern, the northern hemisphere, right? All of these, you know, and this is the thing that fucks me off the most, like England and Ireland is like, you're only better rugby players because fucking South Africa playing your fucking comp cunts. That's the reality. Um, we just don't have the forward packs. I don't, I, they're going to eat us, bro. 24 points. I reckon, I reckon we're going to lose. We're going to come back losers. We'll we will lose the first one. Ends like, up won't know what to do with Foster. He's gonna have to be the coach for the World Cup. I'm telling you now, we got three games. And we're I'm not gonna make the this. finals. We're not gonna make any tomorrow's game. We're gonna lose 100. percent But I'm telling you now, the next two games we will win. Really? I believe that we'll win. We'll win the test overall. We'll lose tomorrow's game, 
But I believe the next two games we're going to win. Isn't it part of the championship? Yeah. It's a championship, eh? So we got Australia. Argentina. Argentina play Australia. And then we're playing South Africa. But nah. I just think These that guys hate them, but um, Kiwis. You know what? I just think, you know, for the championship, like mm. with South Africa, I just think, oh, you don't want to play Super Rugby? Fuck off. <laughs> Go play with each other. Mm. Like, that's what I think. Don't don't make them better by including in them. Like, you know what? Um, Guess what? Guess what? You've got Samoa. You've got Tonga. Like, or... But there's no money there. There's no money in Samoa and Tonga. You know when South Africa left us, left Super Rugby, that I think that fucked us. That fucked New Zealand Rugby. Well, it only fucked, fucked New, Zeal- New Zealand Rugby because we don't play forwards. But, like, you say that there's no money in Samoa or, or like, Tonga. Um, if we go to these countries, they're going to fill these stadiums. That's the reality. And guess what? The whole world relies on these countries for their players. Like, fuck it, mate. Like, I would rather go to Apia and fucking watch Samoa play the All Blacks than watch South Africa, who don't even really want to play with us because they think that they're better than us. Make the, make the countries that feed your teams better at rugby. Why? Because guess what? Eventually you'll be able to get still better players. I think it's not it's not just the the ticket sales, it's it's TV rights and and you know how you gonna how you gonna charge the rest of the world to watch the game. It's weird though, it's all hey. Of that, it's all of that stuff. Because a five year old still has to pay fucking rugby fees that pays for fucking All Blacks. Yeah. A part of a, a part of like when you go and play for Wider Matter, even if you're playing for fucking midgets, a part of your fees goes to New Zealand Rugby so that All Blacks can play. So what? Mm. I would rather develop Pacific Island Rugby because that's where your core players come from. And you know what? You've had some fucking legends come through the Pacific they have Islands. To, um, they have to... Wouldn't you rather... They have to find a way to monetize all that. Because there's no money in it. If you, the way I see it right now, all the money is in the Northern, Northern Hemisphere. All the money in rugby union is in the Northern Hemisphere. Right? It's always been there, bro. So what's the difference? And that's the reason why I just think South Africa's what the gone fu- there. That's why what? South Africa's gone over there. But what's the fucking difference? It's always been there. So you know what? Develop the countries that feed your teams, get the best players, leave their leftover players, don't make them wait fucking two years And that's it. The amount of people that play rugby in New Zealand mm. is probably equivalent to the amount of people that play rugby in Australia. Yeah, but until until New Zealand can sustain to keep our players here, is the day that that can happen because at the moment they can't. We can't compete 
the amount of money they're offering our players overseas. Then you know what? In Japan, Stop. even even Japan. Stop signing up people and saying that you have to commit to New Zealand for like five years. Be like this. Hey, we want you to play for New Zealand for five years while it's in season. But off season, you can do whatever you fucking want. Do you think that would change things? No, it still comes down to money. It still comes down to the big commercial. Do you think... Budget. Um... The likes of um, Whitelock and that stayed here for the money. If there's no money involved, do you think they stayed here for the money? No, I, think, I think the All Blacks can afford to to keep one or two players here, like they did with Richie McCaw and Dan Carter. I, I reckon Richie White McCaw Locks and Dan Carter. Oh, Dan Carter had um, offers left, right, and centre. He did, but I think NZRFU threw all their money in. Or was it? To keep they them here. have the emblem, you know, I play for the All Blacks. I'll give you an that? example. Mackenzie, he goes to Japan for a season, wants to earn a million bucks. Fucking go for it. I yeah. will, like, fucking go for it. Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if, see, our, our best players, right, Richard McCaw and Dan Cutter, yeah. that time. They didn't if, stay for if, the money. If any club overseas offered them more money to go over, I reckon NZR... But they did. Matched it. Matched they, it to keep them. But they can't do it to all the players. They can only do it to one or two players. And I think Richie McCaw and Dan Carter got that that deal to stay If you listen to... Um, you say Dan Carter, but Dan yeah. Carter played in Japan in the off-season. Yeah, afterwards. He, after he his, played yeah. for when France. His peak, after his peak. You know, after What's his peak. It? I'm just saying that, like, the end... Like, I... And I said it before, New Zealand rugby, they fucking get their claws on all the these players, not only Pacific players, so they can't go play anywhere else. They do it to their own fucking players. But what's wrong with turning around and saying, in our season you play for us, and off season you can go do whatever you want? It depends on the on the on the seasons overseas. The their schedule because right now we've got that rule if you don't play you can't play all blacks if you don't play super rugby that year right yeah, yeah but like so so we say that we say that but Tui Palutu played one game for ponies and all of a sudden he's playing for the all blacks yeah all club rugby at least play one yeah, game yeah that's just that's just fucking bullshit and is that and then like but South Africa, remember South Africa adopted that rule you can play overseas and come back to the spring box the Wallabies did it too. You can play overseas and come back to the Wallabies. I just believe this. If you don't make a 30-man squad, then you should be able to go and play wherever you fucking want. And they don't do that. No, we don't do that here. 100. If you don't make the 30-man squad... Go and play for whoever you want. Here's where it's at, guys. We're gonna fucking we're gonna do all of this. And you can fucking go hard out as much as you want. If you, yep, sweet. Sorry, guys, you didn't make it. I want to go play for Fiji. Yeah, you can't because you already played. Like you're part of the you're part of the squad. Oh, I want to go play for Tonga. Like, yeah, sorry, we we wrapped you in too. Mm. Yeah, that's just it's, bullshit. It's, it's. I think with rugby union, in the world, like world rugby. They've got different rules to to the, uh, the other sports. Like if you look at if we if we look at soccer, right? If we, if you look at FIFA, they make sure that the best players are playing in the World Cup. They don't care about contracts and 
and eligibility. As long as you can play as for long any club as team as you that you want, club. and you can play for exactly. any home country that you want. Exactly, rugby union doesn't have that. No, no. But that's what but I'm trying should. to say. They should. All blacks fucking type all these Pacific Islanders into New Zealand rugby when it's like, you know what? We actually could make world rugby better. We could make it better if you just let go of all the players that don't make your team, but they exactly. don't. And it's the same for Australia. All the players that, that don't make your top side, they can go, no, you've got to wait two years. And guess what? A lot of these guys in two years are like, I'm going to be better. I'm going to be able to make the top side. And then they do it all over again. And they're just stuck in this fucking cycle of bullshit. So, my question to you guys, because of all this politics and rugby union, we just got to deal with it, eh? We just got to... Everybody's going to eat shit on everything. As, as, fan, like, as rugby fans, we just got to deal with the cards that are given to these players. I'm just and saying, deal with these out of all the rugby talk that we've done tonight, I'm just saying do not write off RTS because you do <laughs> not know what this man is made of and I'm telling you now, you're going to regret it. Um, He's a million times better than fucking Sonny Bill. One million. Ming. Ming. Mean. I don't. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> okay, predictions score for this weekend's game. What's the score? Um, All Blacks twelve, South Africa thirty-two. Oh. What's your score? Colour? All Blacks twenty-four, South Africa twelve. All Blacks gonna have fifteen. Yeah. Springboks 21. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you guys are killing me. <laughs> you can only make a score based on what you've seen, right? That's it. And from what I've seen, it's like, fuck, we can't even beat Ireland, mate. <laughs> South Africa owned that fucking Southern. South Africa owned Southern Hemisphere. Well, they did. Right, so South Africa played part of their Super Rugby, whatever equivalent, and they dominated. And we can't even beat a team that South Africa demolished. Yeah. That's <laughs> how I feel about it. All right, sweet. So what's up uh, during the week? What are you going to do? Are you got plans for the game? How does your household well, go with uh, test rugby these days? No, nah, we just do the same stuff. We fucking just buy a box and watch rugby. And <laughs> I'll tell you what, like I'm a huge Warriors supporter, eh? Yeah. And like, so like I've got a husband, and he like just he just supports the Warriors by proxy, so, right? And, and I'll tell you what, he supports the Warriors by proxy, but like his heart is probably like he's like a self supporter. Oh yeah, yeah, you, you know, and like, so every week we watch these Warriors, and then he's like, I don't know why you make me watch this team. I'm like, yo, this year's our year, bro, because I'm like that hearty every year, every year, every year's <laughs> our year, and I'll, 
the refs are cheats and I'm that kind of supporter. Fuck these guys, they're all shit and, you know, we've got fucking members' seats and everything like that. Um, with the Warriors, um, like, oh, you, you guys can say that I'm one-eyed and everything like that, but I'm like, come on, man. Surely, surely the rest of the world sees what I see. So, so what, what do you think the Warriors need to do to go back to the top eight? Look, people are going to say that I'm fucking racist, but we've got too many Polynesians in our team. Nick, the Warriors left, uh, what's his name, Isaiah Papali on the table and he went to Eels and he You know prospered. what, like, you know, I was part of it when Isaiah was, like, playing and, like, I belong to all of the fan pages on, on Facebook and they're like, oh, he shit. The fucking kid was, like, 19, you know, and I'm like, he he comes off the bench and, like, they moan and shit. I'm like, this fucking kid's like, what do you expect from a 19-year-old? Like, what the fuck were you doing? Like, and it drives me nuts. Every player that the Warriors and the Warriors supporters are like, they're fucking mud. They've always been quite young. And then you see them and they go off and they're amazing. And you're just like, fuck my life. But, like, with Isaiah... Um, but he's not the first. Because I, I remember... And he's definitely not going to be... Like, you. these guys crucify Reese Walsh. You're like, this... And they're like, he's this and he snorts coke and he does... And you're like, yo, bro, like, he's fucking 19. What were you doing at 19? At 19, I was fucking handing out the pen in fucking Avondale, like... In the car park drinking, asking somebody for their ID to go into the club because it was fucking 21. But you get what I mean, right? Like, it's like the biggest problem of New Zealand and and tall poppy syndrome. Like, we suffer from it, like, dramatically. Right now, everybody, like, fucking rides on this kid, Reese Walsh. He is from a natural... Look, you get, you get players talent and then there's raw natural talent like reese walsh raw net you can't train that shit that this kid's got but everyone wants to cut him down he was snorting coke and he was like you know what like i remember you like two years ago you fucked around on your missus fuck up do you get what i'm saying though it's just like everybody's so quick to judge and bring everybody down like the society that we have right now is just terrible. It's like fucking horrible. But but, but doesn't help the Warriors winning games, right? Um, I think the biggest problem, like I said with the Warriors, is that like oh, we just need some key playmakers in there. And guess what? They're not the people that we have at the moment. You know, you've got some people that just have brain explosions, but like for me, I'll always support them. And and I'll I'll throw my remote every now and then, but I'm just a warrior supporter through and through. And sometimes you're just gonna be like, Who are you? Sometimes, some players one week they're gonna be your fucking hero, and next week they're gonna be your zero. Like, it's it's no different from any other team. Mm. Like we we look at people like you know what I look at um Penrith, eh? And, hmm. and like a lot of people are like, oh, they're amazing. And I, I look at them and I'm like, fucking pompous fucks. What a bunch of stuck up cunts. 
And you look at them now, like, from an idol perspective and a hero perspective, the only people that actually support Penrith are people from Penrith. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, they're dicks, bro. <laughs> like, like, are you ever going to look at somebody like, I'm not a huge Sean Johnson fan, but I like what he's done, what he's done for league. But nobody's going to look at Sean Johnson and be like, what a fucking cock. But they'll always look at someone like Cleary and be like, he's such a cock. It's different. It's just... Because he's got bigger expectations, I guess. Uh, Nathan Cleary. I just think it's... You can be... I'll tell you this. How come... Penrith and all of their players like Tu'u and Lalau and like all of those players, how can they be like this and and the but you have somebody like you like like you look at South and you look at some of their players. But if they act the same way it's different. Do you know what I mean? Like what? Like how different? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if you're, like, Aboriginal. Like, they have big expectations as well. No, I'm just saying, like, if you're Aboriginal. Mm. Right. Like, you know the, the players in the Souths that I'm talking about that are, like, Abo, and everyone's like, oh, they're so arrogant. But yeah. you look at Clary, and I'm like, well, he's so arrogant. But he's not as arrogant as this person. You're like, um... <laughs> Actually, so it's the race thing. You reckon? One hundred, one hundred percent. And that, and that's why, that is why. When it comes to Australia, it's funny how they bring the whole diversity thing into the game. When they don't even like, do you like laugh when they're like, like it's a contradiction when right? they do like the abo thing and yeah, exactly. Like the, no, I do. I do. The country, I do. And you're like, I do. I do. The fuck, especially in rugby union, how they have the whole. Ab- Aborigine sort of culture thing before the games, especially in r- rugby union. Yeah, and and, you're like, and this country that's known for, you know, putting them down. I shit. just think this. I'm just like, you know what? Like some atrocities happened in New Zealand with the New Zealand Maoris, but like, guess what? You know, you what? We we didn't fucking. I'm pretty sure that the uh, people that came to New Zealand didn't fucking chase people off cliffs. <laughs> on but horseback. see that that's why we're talking about. When we started this podcast, we were talking about the whole diversity thing, right? They're ticking boxes. They want to be seen to the rest of the world like we care about this stuff when they really don't, right? That's, get- that's why I don't believe all that, all that cultural stuff they do with the ab- Aboriginal stuff before the games. I'm thinking, man, you guys ain't even like that. For me, it's this. You have all these players that played State of Oak, right? And then they turned around and said, oh, well, actually, we're going to go and play for Samoa. And we're fucking huge in Australia. They're like, you only play State of O if you want to play for Australia. And you're like, for me personally, I'm like, but what about the other four years? So 
Brian Tuttle turns around and says, hey, just so that you know, I know I played State of O, but I'm going to play for Samoa for the World Cup. And fucking Australia blew up, right? If you don't want to do this, then you shouldn't be playing State of O and da-da-da. And you're like, well, that happens once every four years. So for the other three years, is it okay that he plays for New South Wales? Or should he not? And, and in the World Cup year, should he not play? Like, I don't get it. I'm like, they, yes, they grew up in Australia, but they they identify who they identify with and they can play for whoever they want to play for. Like, if somebody in New Zealand, let's just say, let's just say that Roger right, and he's playing for the Warriors, and he turned around and said, actually, I don't want to play for New Zealand, I want to play for Samoa, would I have a problem with it? No. Like, I don't believe that New Zealanders would have a problem with that. But Australians, they're like, you shouldn't be playing in State of Origin, that's the picking foreground for, like, Australia. And it's like, but if they don't get paid, if they don't get picked for the Australian team, are they allowed to go and play for their country that they want to go play for or no can they or do they, do they have to ask your permission first well if you talk about uh, Luai right well they've got plenty of other halves they can you know the Australia got plenty of other halves they can they've got a fucking how many yeah exactly you know how many halves can they you got Fucking endless, right? Mm. So Luai's like, yeah. Papali's like, yeah, I'm going to go play for Samoa. I think the biggest problem that I had was when everyone turned around and said they're playing for Tonga, nobody had a problem. Yeah. All those boys that turned around and said, oh, no, I'm playing for Tonga. The problem that I have a problem with is this. All those boys that said they're playing for Tonga then couldn't play for State of O. Mm. And you're like, what the fuck? Hold on a minute. So all these kids want to go and play for Tonga. You say, yeah, you can go play for Tonga, but you won't let them play for State of O, even though they're fucking born and bred there. But it's okay, because if they commit a crime, you can just send them to New Zealand, because that's probably where they're originally <laughs> born from. Like, like, fuck off, mate. You only want to take the good with the good. Yeah. Typical Australia. Um, Who do you support anyway? For? State of O. Oh, he's a well. He's a blues, blues, guy. blues, oh, blues for wow. him. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm a Queenslander. Queenslanders. I'll tell you, I'm a Queenslander only because before the Warriors had a team, always a huge. So, even though. No, it was because our brothers supported Blues. No, so, it's got nothing to do with that. I don't even fucking grow I up am. with those cunts. Like, <laughs> that's to be honest. But because I followed the Broncos a lot, mm. you know, um, but my favorite team was the what? Well, my my favorite time, my favorite team was the Doggies. But I'd always pick Broncos over the Doggies. Yeah, well, I liked yeah. the I liked I liked the Doggies only because Jared McCracken. Like yeah. it was like. Fuck, that's a New Zealander, and he's like the hardest cunt I've ever seen. Yeah. But Pretty from, guy too. from a <laughs> from a Winfield Cup perspective, I always followed the Broncos. Mm. 
And then the Warriors got like a team and I was like, well, New Zealand's got a team. That's the team that I follow. And, and they were pretty good. Like, boy. <laughs> boy. Boy good. Man. Look, we're almost at three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that's edited out. Oh, no, I'm not editing anything out. This is all good. Oh, fine. <laughs> edited out. <laughs> no, wait. Tony, cover. I want to thank you guys for jumping on the back on the 135 bus. On the bus. bandwagon. On the bus. Thanks, guys. For jumping on the podcast hope you guys have fun we did thanks my man <laughs> okay Bye.